Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 281, recorded on May 21st, 2020. On tonight's episode, we talk about Patreon updates, latest Nintendo nudes, not nudes, news, and a little PlayStation <laughs> talk with special guest Joe and Kyle. PlayStation Trophy Room. Welcome to the show. Jesse Thank you so music. much. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Marty here from Nintendo Dads. And if you heard the intro, you can tell this is already going to be a special episode. We want to welcome you to episode 281. It's May 21st, 2020. And on tonight's episode, we're joined by Kyle and Joe of the PlayStation Trophy Room. How's it going, guys? Hey, man. Uh, glad to be here. And I think, you know what? It's just my presence brings that out in people like me. <laughs> Kyle, you, can you, you agree? I, I'm so happy to be here. And now everyone can experience Joe on a podcast <laughs> format. It's it's a, truly a treat. For those yeah. of you who are out there and you're listening and your parents, we promise that uh, we are not that kind of podcast. And there are no Nintendo nudes uh, <laughs> here. But there is Nintendo news. And we'll get yeah. into that here in just a minute. But uh, joining me uh, from the Nintendo Dads crew this week is one Mr. Jesse Waldack. How's it going, buddy? Uh, pretty good. Uh, it's, uh, I spent most of my evening uh, troubleshooting my girlfriend's, no, my daughter's boyfriend's computer. I don't have a <laughs> don't girlfriend. Don't tell your wife. <laughs> yeah, I don't tell my wife about my girlfriend. This is just getting better and better, and we're only like three oh. minutes in. Not even that. Anyway, so because he uh, malwired himself and uh, it's still is a mess, so I've got to. I'm not sure I can kill them all on my own, but I, I I got the big things, but there's still a few small things that are just lingering. Gotcha. Well, you're a good man for trying to fix it. Let's put it that way. Could have just been like, yeah, eh, yeah, I'm done. Just buy a new PC. Uh, speaking of buying a new PC. <laughs> Uh, Tim Off, how's it going, buddy? I'm doing I don't know good. why that was a segue, but it was. <laughs> I, hey, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it just like I rolled with the intro to that, right? So, right. <laughs> but I'm doing pretty good. I just learned uh, that my son is comedy gold when it comes to streaming live. So, <laughs> Speak, that, speaking of comedy that's gold, that's what you're calling it, huh? Yes, um, comedy gold. <laughs> I was right before the show. I was I was laying on the bed and I was playing some Mega Man X three because I'm going through the Mega Man X Legacy Collection. And my son comes back there and he's like, uh, "I feel sorry for Justin." And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "I feel sorry for Justin from your show." And I was like, "Oh, why?" And he goes, "He's doing a stream and only one person's watching, and that one person is me. What a loser!" <laughs> Jeez. Get right, wow. Justin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my son, uh, he has he has he's on the autism spectrum and so mm. sometimes uh he just says just just what comes out and right. Yep. We've had to tell him in public, you know, you don't need to tell the lady how fat she is. Uh <laughs> you, know, like, you don't have to go, wow, that guy's really ugly when we walk into Walmart. Um, <laughs> I'm always yeah. well, just, while, while Justin was streaming to his one viewer, I, w- I did about a half hour stream on my channel, and the, it got had got one viewer as well, and it was me watching on my iPad in case other people <laughs> showed up, and, so I can watch the chat. 
Dude, yeah, you gotta streaming. have the chat out. Because so I was streaming my arcade machine, which Ooh. so I can't stream chat from the, from the arcade monitor because I don't have that set up. Yeah, no, for me, like streaming just gives me anxiety. Like it's it's, it's just something that I it, it's just all pressures there, you know. Like at the beginning of the show, like not when you don't have know, an audience. I would, <laughs> well, like to me, it's just like like that's the other thing is it's like oh god, I'm just gonna stream by myself and I'm I don't know how to talk <laughs> and it's like it's well, just gonna be a thing of consciousness. Well, when I stream with my arcade, I, I don't have a mic and camera set up yet, so mm. it's just I am just showing what I play, and one of the, one of the games I played was the original Mario Brothers. And it was my best run ever. I've never got to stage 16 before, so I didn't know what it did after the third bonus stage. And now I do. Nice. Every time nice. I start a stream, I, like that first like 30 seconds is the most awkward. It's like, hey, what's up, uh, guys? Yeah, yeah you, you so, don't know whether to start an intro and wait for somebody or right. just go straight into Yeah, we'll intro. just see here if anybody shows up. And <laughs> if they don't, then I'm a big fat loser. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel, you know. But everybody's like, "Stream Bloodborne, stream Bloodborne," and I'm just like, "Maybe one day, right, Kyle?" No, you have better games you can probably stream. All right, well, that's wrong. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad you said that, Kyle, because we are here to talk about games, and tonight we're gonna actually deviate just a little bit from our normal all Nintendo talk. We're gonna talk a little PlayStation as well, since the guys from PlayStation Trophy Room are here with us. And uh, so let's just dive right into it, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Let's change the volume again, because I forgot to bring that up. It's one of those days. That's and our news is brought to us each and every week by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can jump into... What Jesse described earlier as the greatest, least toxic gaming community on the internet. And non-toxic, that's true. I said. Non-toxic. <laughs> We're like Crayola markers over at our Discord. We are non-toxic and we are washable uh, at least once a day. Uh, so uh, we wanted to let you guys uh, who are Patreon subscribers know a couple of things. Uh, and so if you'll just bear with me just a couple of minutes. Uh, again, you guys know that we suspended Patreon dues uh, for April and May due to the coronavirus. Those are going to resume on June 1st. And so if you are an active patron, as of May 31st, you will be charged on June 1st at the level that you're backing at. So for those of you who have uh, you know, gone up a level or, or a tier or tried out a higher level tier than you're comfortable backing each month, we encourage you go ahead and move down. Go ahead and uh, if if you're if you've tried it out for two months and you're like yeah you know what this is great but I can't continue uh, and you're going to cancel your subscription just be sure that you do it. We don't want you to be charged, um, you know, since you were just trying us out. Uh, but if you're if you've jumped in and you like what you see and you want to stay, then welcome. We're glad to have you here. And as we've said each and every week, there's absolutely no shade. There's no talking about you guys. If you decide to not be a patron anymore, we're just thankful that you've been part for a, a part of it for as long as you have. But there's another change that we learned about this week that we want to let you know about. And that is starting July 1st, depending on where you live, 
Patreon may charge you sales tax on your Patreon uh, subscription, which basically would mean something like this. If you're a $5 tier member, uh, you would pay anywhere between 20 cents to 55 cents extra per month to back us at those tiers. That's not something we could control. That's Patreon. And that is crap. I think it personally, I think it's crap. Um, so I'm sorry. It's got to get that. their money. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry for that. I personally, I think, you know, a few, a few, um, it was about a year ago, right? When they tried some other kind of pricing scheme yeah. or something. They, yeah. I don't know if they, they have they the ability tried, to reverse th- this like that or not, but I think before know. they tried changing it so the end user pays the, the fees instead of the, the creator. Yeah. And as a net result, the creators actually made less instead of more like they advertised. Or yeah, it, it, it was, it was not it, a good change. It, it punished, you know, if you had one person who paid a hundred dollars, there was very little impact. But if you have a hundred people that pay a dollar each, that was a big impact. So yeah. that was, that got undone. This probably doesn't sound like it's going to be undone because it's, uh, you know, due to, you know, state and local laws being passed. It's more, it's changing more the state, rules. state and local government level. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but for those of you who have jumped in or you're thinking about jumping in to become a Patreon subscriber of the show, uh, here's the thing. Patreon community here has made uh, continuing of this show possible. It's made a, a one spinoff show, The Dads After Dark, possible, uh, as well as the Monthly Mayhem Contest, which just wrapped up. We just paid out uh, for Monthly Mayhem this month. It's also made a second show uh, possible once a month with the dinner table that Tim does that just recorded last week. Uh, and then a third brand new show uh, has just debuted in the last couple of months, Dad Crossing, that covers everything Animal Crossing. And here's the scoop, guys. Dad Crossing was supposed to be a limited time thing, and it is going to continue indefinitely. It's going to continue for the time being because those guys love doing it. Yeah. Animal as Crossing people is are playing. huge right now. Yeah, as long as people are playing Animal Crossing, they're going to continue making episodes. And last week, if you missed it, you can go back in the video archives. We recorded live from the Dad Crossing uh, podcast studio <laughs> on uh, on Nick's Island in his basement of his house. He has a podcast studio in Animal Crossing, and it is absolutely fantastic. And it was chaotic. Was it as good as Gary Whitta's show? Absolutely not. <laughs> but nothing can be. I don't think I, that is pinnacle. That I, I, I see. Nothing I, can beat. Seeing Danny Trejo and all these people spinning around in circles—that's <laughs> this the best moment so far on the show. That mm-hmm. and when T Pain got a crown—that oh was my awesome. gosh! Yes, <laughs> yes, uh, I love you know. There's 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 a lot of things that I hate about this um, pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some things that I love. I love the content creation that's come out of this. Absolutely. Um, I love that that I don't think that show with Gary Widow could have existed in regular Fashion. world time. Right? Yeah. It it wouldn't have been a thing. I don't think and I'm not I'm not saying Animal Crossing wouldn't have been so big, but it's it's been even bigger because of the situation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That, that of, is the silver lining, yeah. Spe- and speaking of, I want to take an aside right here because there's something that happened today 
and this is not Nintendo related news at all, but this just bothers the the ever loving crap out of me. Uh, and it just really like, um, you you know, they say you either you either die or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know if you guys saw this this news earlier. John Krasinski, you know, he started the Some Good News no, show. No. I saw this. Sold it to CBS All Access. Uh-huh. And now it's going to be behind a paywall. He will no longer be the host. He's simply going to be the producer. And he says, quote, I'm so glad that I'm going to be able to reach more people now that it's on CBS All Access. There are words that I want to say here that I can't say on a family-friendly PG podcast. I'm not happy. Cut him off, that. Jesse. Cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> really, like I'm. I'm all aboard the the. the, the like normally, ninety nine percent of the time, I'm all aboard the Krasinski train. This has left a sour, sour taste in my mouth. You know when Anakin hacks and slashes all the younglings, and then like yep. next scene, yes. Yoda's just yes. like, he's like, oh, spoiler alert! You were the chosen one. That's. That's how I'm feeling right now. I don't, well, I don't feel so good. I posted Thanos about it in my now. Facebook post. The, 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 what I put was, way to ruin something else, corporate America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what better picture is there of corporate America ruining something than taking a show that was meant to make people forget about all the horrible, godforsaken stuff happening outside their door and going, you know what? Let's make people pay five ninety nine a month for it. To get good news. Yeah. I know we're not, I know we're not entertainment dads, but it's just <laughs> like, seriously. You should be. <laughs> seriously. No, no, no. Listen, like, I don't know why, but it has, it, it really has bothered me. Like deep down. And I am agitated about it. Like, and, and we, I was talking with Dan, uh, Blockfort. Uh, he's in our Discord earlier this week, and we were talking about some things. And and I was talking about how I was like, I don't know if I'll be on the show this week. He's like, Well, just just to let you know, I enjoy it when you're on because of all your rants. And I was like, Well, you do know that some of those things sometimes are just because I know I'm going to push people's buttons <laughs> and things. This is a real rant. Yeah. Like I want to fight John Krasinski in the chat. MD like, says he's a guest on uh, After Dark. That way you you can. Rant to your heart's content. I, I want to fight John Krasinski, even though I know because he's Jack Ryan that he would yeah. he would mess me up. He like I don't care if I get one good punch in and be like that's for some good news. Yeah. Or how about that for some good news as you punch him in the face? Oh, <laughs> there you go. I just can't like I just can't I can't fathom it. I can't believe it. Well, let's talk about Nintendo. Okay, okay let, let's talk about stuff that people actually come to hear us talk about. Um, I guess the biggest news this week is uh, we, there's not really any big news. <laughs> it's it's been a few a very small sl- things. A very slow news week. Very uh, small, small things uh, that we do need to talk about. Uh, actually, I think this is probably a big, a big one, and we can talk about this. And we can also talk about this in relation to PlayStation as well. Uh, last because week, last week, the, I, you know, I ranted as much as I normally rant on this topic last week. Okay. And you know what? That doesn't happen very often. That's true. So last week, the uh, Unreal Engine 5 was revealed. 
It was actually shown, uh, and y'all can correct me here because, again, Nintendo dance. So I don't do as much uh, PlayStation research. I just play on a PlayStation. Uh, I'll don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, shown running on a P- on PS5, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. The, so the Unreal Engine shown running on PS5. Uh, and it was specifically talked about that the Unreal Engine would be coming to PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Conspicuously, the Nintendo Switch was not mentioned, yeah. even though Unreal Four yeah. does NPC run and on and iOS and Android, but yeah. the Switch wasn't mentioned in either way. Yeah, no, not mentioned. Nintendo Life, uh, you know, from the UK, they do some follow up. They actually contact Epic and ask them: Is the Unreal Engine going to support, be supported on uh, Unreal Engine Five? Going to be supported on Nintendo Switch? They say yes, it is. And then from there, they release an official kind of news about it that it is going to be supported on Nintendo Switch, which is good, I guess. But again, I think we can all sit here and realize it's not going to be supported at the level the PlayStation 5 is going to support it as. But I think this is a big deal because uh, I do think it's going to allow for some things to happen on Switch that would not have been able to happen if the, the engine had not existed on the system at all. Yeah, this will right? be the scaled back like StarCraft in the 90s. You play at 240p just so you can get your 60 frames. Yeah. Exactly. Because frames are more important than resolution. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's out there and that's coming. I don't, and, and here's the thing. Like, and I, Joseph, Kyle, feel free to jump in here. Sure. We don't know as we don't, other than what we've seen briefly during that PlayStation briefing about it. Um, and this news, not a whole lot we know right now about Unreal Engine 5, right? Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of nebulous right now. I know when, uh, when they were talking about it, uh, Jeff Keighley was talking to, uh, Tim Sweeney. Tim Sweeney, thank you. And he's sipping his uh, his Popeye's giant like with its plasma ball in the back <laughs> goblet. <laughs> he was just like, uh, yeah, no, it'll be it'll be supported on previous consoles. So I, current and I next ass- gen. Yeah, like I assume current and next gen. Yeah, I, I assumed that current meant the switch as well. But I understand that where the confusion is right now, where it, it kind of felt like. Uh, the Unreal Engine was being touted as something exclusive for the PlayStation 5, but what they were really trying to do is kind of like a, a case of like bad messaging was trying to, first off, have this uh, kind of partnership with PlayStation and, and show the ability of the PS5 and how it's able to use its SSD, that, that crazy fast SSD. So that's what they were really trying to showcase and what they were trying to explain when they were like, you know, some of this is only capable because of the power of the next generation of PlayStation. It doesn't mean that nothing can, can run it. We've seen laptops can run the demo as well. Um, it's just not to this spec, uh, I gotta screw up this word, specificity, specificity. Specifications. You got it. I'll take that one. There you go. <laughs> um, it's it's just not to that of of the PlayStation Five. So, yeah, I think what Jesse said is completely right. Where they they're going to use this engine for the Switch or whatever is after the Switch, and it's going to focus on frame rate rather than. 
the graphical things, the lighting, shooting from your eyeballs type of things that they were showing with the PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, for me, it, it, it is, and I, and I think for most Switch gamers as well. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but I think for mo- most Switch gamers out there, it is about frame rate, not resolution. And I think a lot of games even show that. And s- the Switch, even like uh, Dragon Quest Builder 2, has like frame rate difficulties. So, you know, it, you're already seeing games struggle getting yeah. that 30 yeah. FPS. And so maybe this is the way for them to. Builders, pl- Builders 2, I think, is the most battery draining game I've played on the Switch. That is just a processor hog. Yeah. All, all the calculations. <laughs> that does. So do you, do you think Jesse that like also maybe unreal engine five could be something where it's maybe a battery like saver type of thing. Do you think that's where well, they're using that for? Well, uh, builders isn't a game that's deep into graphics. Obviously it's uh, you, know, you know, very Minecrafty. So I don't, in terms of, Pushing, it's not pushing polygons like you know other games and that that Unreal Five demo we saw was, but but it's just doing a lot of background math, figuring out should this water fall, should you know this monster spawn, right. and it's doing doing logic on every pixel on the island down fifty levels mm. every frame. <laughs> I, like, think I don't that- know how it does it. I think the Unreal 5 is mainly going to improve on those sliders we kept hearing about, right? Where right. it's like, depending on the system it's on, you'll be able to boost up those sliders if you're on a PS5 versus if it's coming over to the Switch, then it's going to be a lower lower on that slider. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely, as, as we get into those next... You'll get Xenoblade Chronicles on the Switch down to Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii. <laughs> right, as, yeah. we get, as we get into next-gen games and we're, we're maybe able to have like games are on both systems. You got to wonder how, like, even now there's that difference between PS4 and Switch. Like, how much are you going to have to slide that slider for the Switch version? Yeah. I'm not, like, bad-mouthing the Switch at all. Like, I think some of the things, like Panic Button especially, have been able to do, have been, like, yeah. nothing short of sorcery. On the on the switch with like Doom and and other things, uh, and and Saber interactive porting over The Witcher, uh, which like has no business running on the switch. Mm-hmm. Just to be honest, yeah. uh, like the gap, the gap's just going to widen. Mm-hmm. And, and what I would love Nintendo to to kind of look at, I think, in the future is like how do we take some of the like we always I, I think. One of the things Nintendo fanboys like to hammer on a lot is that Sony does seem to borrow a lot from Nintendo. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, portables, move controllers, <laughs> things like that. One of, uh, yeah. One of my favorite pictures is like after the Switch was released, there's a picture of Shuhei Yoshida like in a trench coat taking pictures of the Switch and the Joy-Cons. Like yeah. he's doing like reconnaissance. Like I yeah. love that picture for that reason only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, if I wear this trench coat, they won't yeah. know who I am. <laughs> Come on, Shu, we know who you are. Or we'll we'll think the, you. We'll think he's a Ninja Turtle instead. Yeah, the <laughs> the the thing that I would like Nintendo to do is is do a little borrowing back, right? I mean, especially with uh, you know SSD and things like that uh, technology. Like, I love my Switch, 
And it is the best video game system I've ever owned, just for me. Mm. But the storage issue is huge still. Three years in, uh, I have a 400 gigabyte SD card. Uh, and uh, I had to delete stuff off of it the other day. Yeah. And I mean, part of that, I mean, I know. One that, terabyte time. Well, <laughs> not yet. No, I can't afford that. Uh, like, I know for me, my situation is different because we do get a lot of games here. And it's like, here's this code, go review it, uh, go go do a Let's Play, whatever. And then inevitably, I will save a lot of those games and I'll, I'll keep them around. But I'm finding myself buying a lot of digital copies uh, more than, than I have been in the past. Yes, which is my digital machine. I I, I think I've, I've said this on multiple shows. I feel like the PlayStation is the only place where I have physical content still. And, and like the Xbox is my Game Pass machine. My Nintendo is literally everything's digitized there. Yeah. I, I love it. Uh, Kyle, I'm so, you're, I'm you're so Vita grasping. too? You're Vita too? Get my Vita. I'm sorry. Get out of here. Joe doesn't own a Vita. Come on. I don't. I, I do. It's dead. It's dead where it belongs. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, okay, that's okay. I, I own pre- I own two then, so I make up for yours because Great. I have a Vita Perfect. and uh, a PSTV. Sweet. That Same. Two, Sean, two Sean of my Capri kids are borrowing each one, says, so I currently don't own any of them. Uh, Sean says Fortnite will be the first Unreal Engine 5 on the Switch. He's probably right. Mm-hmm. Probably right. That's yeah. true. That's because that was a selling point true. during the Unreal Five thing, right? They were talking about how Fortnite is going to be the first like gap where they'll be testing how to bring it's a game from Unreal Four into Unreal Five. Yeah, they're migrating it, which yes. is just nuts to even think mm-hmm. of. Right. You know, yeah. it's just like migrating a game. How does that happen? They'll yeah. figure it out. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Well, they've so, got to because they got to keep making money. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the, I mean, those, those, those money bins. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's like, God, now that you mentioned that, that's just nuts. How you migrate a game from engine thing. to engine might be how they transition to chapter three. Well, Another my understanding hole. from last week's yeah. presentation <laughs> is, uh, Unreal four, uh, data is backwards compatible with five. It's just you can then do more stuff in five that you can with four. That's really cool. So you should be able to drop it in and make a build and then tweak it further from there. And then you also get to play around with that because Epic is so large and Fortnite is is kind of like the their it's like it's like this it's it's kind of like this big test for them, right? Like here's this big thing that we get to test all this these wacky ideas with like the tenant trailer was just yeah, there. Man. We had some rapper guy the other day. I think also those could Marshmallow be Man the Nolan, day before. Like, full length movie being shown in Fortnite, like, yeah. like this yeah. summer or something. Like that's nuts. We had the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the most beautiful. Well, thing and the other things they mentioned too during that that uh, presentation, not just gaming wise, being able to use the Unreal Engine in a lot of industries yep. for you know, not just movie and gaming or TV and gaming, mm-hmm. but uh, Mandalorian. Like yeah, the, where they use the, all the all the background scenes is yep. just CGI computer generated. Like, well, that's impressive in kind itself. Of tech. Yeah, to be able to take that There's, same CGI and plop it into games. Now, I've heard a lot. that one one episode of The Mandalorian season two is just going to be everything is made up of triangles. <laughs> triangles and, are awesome. 
Yeah, because well, just to see, the thing that see how far into. they can push Unreal Engine Five. How many triangles? I like to the see a officially sponsored by Doritos. <laughs> I want to see a crossover like in the background of Mandalorian, like a video game character shows up. Like there's Fortnite go. players in the background oh, of the God, Mandalorian, no. just because they got the code messed up. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I guarantee you that uh, whatever, wherever, wherever Fortnite is, in whatever season when Mandalorian season two launches, there's going to be a Mandalorian costume Mm. at some point. That'd be awesome. I don't even play Fortnite anymore. I'd buy that. They're also using the Fortnite or not Fortnite, but the Epic Engine for uh, the Unreal Engine for automobile stuff too. Really. They hire. They're hiring people here for Epic, <laughs> right? So Mecha Dragon says, "What are the what's the difference between triangles and polygons?" And then my my answer is, all triangles are polygons, but not all, not all polygons are triangles. <laughs> you get that math out of here. Get that math out of here. Get that math out of here. You just brought me back to sophomore year in high school. How dare you, sir? Geometry, Brittany, you broke my heart. You broke You're my welcome. heart. <laughs> fun fact fun yeah. fact I almost failed out of college because of the rudimentary math class I had to take terrible, here, terrible Marty, at math I like words peoples. Yeah. I like words <laughs> I hate numbers get them out <laughs> you know that's why I hate Picross I, I, I look at it I'm like there's about. numbers and letters in there get it out of my face I don't want that yeah that like who decided that I need to take this number and add it to a letter Pythagoras. <laughs> uh, let's let's move on. Let's talk about some other stuff. I do want to call this out uh, in the chat. This is not in our notes, uh, but I, I want to call this out because it's one of my favorite games ever. Uh, Mecha Dragon says, uh, "Did you hear the rumor about how Scott Pilgrim versus the World game may be re-released by Limited Run Games?" Love please, please, please. Yeah, I would love it. A lot of people looking for that. I, that was a fantastic, fantastic game. Still a fantastic movie. It still holds up. I love that movie. No, oh, it's so good. Yeah. Joe, what? Oh, I never played the game. I'm just talking about the movie. I'm just saying. Eh. I, I <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Wait, no, what's, I, what's, I, what's, I, what's I was the, reading the chick with the blue hair. What's her Ramona. name? Ramona. Ramona. Oh yeah, she cutie. Yeah, Chris I, I was reading the books. I was I read the books before the movie right. came out, and when the movie was being written, the last book wasn't done yet. Yeah, so they made their own ending, and I'm like, okay, I don't necessarily like this ending. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> Game of Thrones, except anymore? right. You know, it turned out okay. Uh, <laughs> just just say it. It turned out all right. Uh, a couple other little little smattering of news items: Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. Uh, I love this, by the way. It will have a free game client that can be downloaded so multiplayer games can be played with only one purchased copy of the game. Yes, 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 Nintendo, do more of this. Yes, and I mentioned this, this. that I was holding back buying it because of that one factor that I missed from the DS version, which was the download play that DS is used to have. Yeah. That you and could, you know, have one cartridge, download the game, other people download it and played it. Now that other people can go to the eShop and download the multiplayer version of it to be able to play with you, I went and bought it right away when I when I saw yep. that. 
Yeah, to, to clear up some questions being thrown around in the chat. Yeah, th- this will work like download play on the DS did, but it, it's a the client is a st- down, an app you download off the eShop for free that then you can p- then use to local connect to yes. someone else who has the game. I don't think it'll work for online. I would imagine that it would only work for local only, but Correct. Th- th- they may surprise us. I'm sure you see a lot of games yeah. do that, or some games do that. Yeah, there was a Namco collection, or like like Pac-Man Versus or something did something yeah. like that. Even mm-hmm. like going into like the like bigger uh, AAA games, like uh, Wolfenstein uh, Youngblood, right, Kyle? Oh yeah, where you got like a uh, a co-op pass. Yeah, you got like a co-op oh, pass, and right, you bring yeah. a buddy along, right? And then you're able to mess stuff up. Uh, that's that's. More games need to do that, and I think cross by as well. Then there's just yeah. needs to be, especially because that is a game solely built on playing with other people. Yeah. So like, yeah, it, totally. it, like I'm sure there's probably computer AI, but it, they're probably not great. It would get mm-hmm. bored real quick. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. So seeing yeah. other people talk about this game on Twitter, <clears throat> I've already kind of uh, hint said. Talk. I talk, I told Derek that we should have uh, a GX uh, ND uh, collab playing a stream, playing it, playing multiplayer. And I also told Roger that we should play some games. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. To clarify our talk about, before we get um actually, because uh, we already have in the chat, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, the story is for the Scott Pilgrim game, Limited Run is not uh, the one behind releasing it. Uh, Brian... Uh, O'Malley or Brian, Brian O'Malley Lee or whoever it is that yeah. did Scott Pilgrim, the, the actual comics, uh, actually commented on Twitter that he would like to see the game brought back and Ubisoft responded to that with the thinking emoji. So, okay. Uh, that might be Which means you know, absolutely nothing. It means absolutely nothing, but shut up, Jesse, and let me dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to when we record the trophy room when Joe tries to squash my dreams. This is is great. Don't crush my dreams. Zach's not here to do it, so I have to. Well, I know. High hopes, low expectations. That's the motto of this show. I mean, at least that's what our listeners say every week when they tune in. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so anyway... Clubhouse Games uh, is, is out really soon. It's out like out in a couple of weeks. Next week. Uh, next week. And I'm, no, I can't two wait. Weeks, two weeks still. Is it? Yeah. It's because I, I thought it was. Oh, the fifth. I, I thought it was already last week in, in May. I'm like, no, we still have a week and a half uh, left. I thought yeah, so, it was two, yeah, two, two weeks. This game two weeks ago. that Nintendo fans, y'all are a different breed. Because <laughs> I look at this game, I'm like. I got this on my Windows. It also comes with pinball, you know? Yep. Minesweeper. And, and like, we're you guys see Mahjong and your minds are being 65 <laughs> bucks. Let's go. Yeah. I was like, um, so yeah solitaire, I, 65 bucks. I, bucks. I want Come to on. learn how to play Shogi legitimately. I do. I want to learn how to play that game. I've never even heard of it. It's the Nintendo magic yeah, behind you, the game. You're, you're it's like, like that. It's like, like Japanese chess. I've got chess. solitaire on my PC, and we're over here like, look at that footage of that subpar air hockey game. Oh, man. <laughs> it's Toy the tennis. Nintendo magic. You don't get the Nintendo magic on your PC or your you know PC game versions of that or your tabletop version. It just blows my mind because we have, like, right now, if you look at the Twitterverse, which I don't recommend, but you look at it for just a second. You see Xbox fans and, like, PlayStation fans. They got broken bottles to their throat. They're like, 
let's go. You know, who's whose who's machine has more teraflops? And then, and then in the have... corner, there's Nintendo people playing Chinese checkers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Nintendo, we... Nintendo people are over here like, we got 51 games on one card. <laughs> well, the, the joke yes. we made last week about the Unreal 5 announcement was two days later, Origami King was announced. So we have we have a, a billion triangles on a screen compared to an Origami Peach. <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo then, literally says like, "Oh, you like triangles?" Yes, I saw. I saw, I saw like the most picture perfect uh, tweet a few days ago. I wish I could steal it. I really do. Well, now with the new Twitter thing, you can. But like, it was like uh, my plans, and it was the screenshot of like the PS5, you know, Unreal, all the triangles screenshot, and then it goes 2020, and it's Princess Peach Origami. Yes. <laughs> I saw that one too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to uh, let, let's let's move on. Let's talk about a couple of uh, other little things here. I, I do want to fly over this one because this is something I personally am excited about. Lego Super yeah. Mario. I, I was hoping uh, you'd be is, able to talk about it because I know yes. nothing about this and uh, I don't listen, care about I, this. I've, I've already watched the trailer for these little things a couple <laughs> of times. Uh, Lego Super Mario uh, obviously is coming out August first. Uh, Pre-orders for it were completely sold out until they made this announcement. I was actually able to hop over onto Lego's website and get uh, in the line and get a pre-order for the uh, Adventures with Mario starter set uh, that um, I guess was already available. It's the one that, you know, you can build the Mushroom Kingdom. You can build a course. comes with Bowser Jr. and all that stuff. But they're now going to be making power-up packs, uh, which are uh, – I, and, and actually, the designer of these things described it this way is an outer shell that you can slip the Mario figure into and he gets a power up. So you can turn him into Fire Mario. That's uh, cool. the, the first assortment is Fire Mario, uh, Propeller Mario, Cat Mario, Tanuki Sumario, and Builder Mario. And each what one of powers these, does Builder give you? Uh, so the fire, of, of course, fireball, fire Mario will let you throw fireballs by like shaking the Mario figure like forward, like he's oh my God, shooting a fireball. It's like we're remoting. Um, the, the, the propeller one lets you take, and all of this is motion control, which I think is really cool because it shows, it shows off more of what that internal Mario figure is going to get to do. Uh, you take the propeller Mario and put it up in there and like weave it back and forth like this. After you touch a propeller block and it gets coins. Like That's you can hear so the propeller cool. sound. Uh, the cat Mario can do, I think it can, it can like climb walls and get coins like off the course. Mm -hmm. And then the builder Mario does a stomp. And when he stomps on certain, uh, certain build parts of the build, it knocks coins out and adds to your score. I actually really like this, guys. Uh, and so, oh my God, Builder Mario looks like he is a shady dude. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like the, the he. So, okay, so I really like this. I, uh, I'm 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 known as the guy who's gotten this first death threat on YouTube because of Labo. Okay? okay, that's where my that's where my claim to fame is, guys. <laughs> um, and seeing this, you would think, Joe, you're gonna hate this. No, this is super cool. Uh, I just don't like the presentation they got going on. Like the first two seconds, if you go on the official, uh, like Nintendo site and you, you mute the volume, this guy 
they keep they have this slow zoom on this guy's face. His eyes tell a story. <laughs> like he's hiding a, a dark secret. And I'm just <laughs> don't want to find out what it is. But other than that, like everything looks really cool. Like I I really want the cat Mario for my sister in law because we actually named the cat Tanuki because of the Tanuki suit that he wears in 3D world. So this is like, this is super awesome. And you guys are dads. So your kids are going to love this. Yeah. So like the whole thing with this is like, I love Legos and I love Mario. So Mm -hmm. this is like, I don't think that I'm actually going to like buy this. And like my son's, he's 13 now. He, and again, he's a little bit like maybe he's 13, but there's still parts of his brain. that are like 11. So Mm -hmm. he still likes to play and stuff. So he's super excited about this. That's one of the big reasons I want to get it. I don't know, like if I if it weren't for him, I don't want to get it and like play with it. But I want that Mario figure so bad. Yeah. Like I love that the aesthetic of it. And I'm probably going to buy the hundred dollar Bowser's Castle just for the Bowser build because oh it looks God. awesome. And I I mean I just love Legos. Like I I just over the pandemic I bought the um, Lego has done a an, a Lego idea set where it's a ship in a bottle. Oh, I love that set. And you put the ship together and then for the, for the water, it actually comes with 250, uh, little stud bricks that are clear blue and you pour them into the bottle like you're pouring water into it. It's it's such a a cool little moment in the midst of all the building. Yeah. I love it. It's sitting next to my TV here now. Real talk. Shout out to Lego this. Builders, the game show. What a great show that was on. Oh, Lego Masters. <laughs> Lego Masters. Thank we, you. That's what it was. Yo, we love that show. I've only and seen think, the first episode. I have everything else DVR'd. You, yeah, you it's need really to watch cool. it because I'm going to tell you, some of the stuff that they do with Lego. It breaks my brain. Especially, especially the Star Wars-centric episode. So good. Yeah, Joe. It's so good. good, Joe. Watch the whole thing. Don't just <laughs> don't just do the Star Wars episode because that like there's there's challenges that they have to come up with. Um, it's just really it, it's it's excellent. I yeah, Legos were my jam as a kid. So like seeing this, I'm just like, see now Legos are my jam as an adult. (laughs) Like as a kid, I was like Legos. Yeah, And, and like you get to go to like the well, Rip Toys R Us, but like you get to go to I don't know and like buy a Lego. Target, Target, there you go. You get to go there and like pick out a Lego set, and they're just like, you know, it's like for my kids, and then you're like, you were building it at home. I have no shame. I don't care. I don't. I don't either. Like buying this for your kids. If the set's more than fifty bucks, you know, a kid's not touching that. But said that the other day, like I was getting something. Like, is this for your kids? I was like, no. (laughs) When I when I bought that plush Aloy figure that's up here, they were like, look at me. Where it's like, so what? I love Aloy. I love Horizon. Give it to me. Yeah, sir. Why are you there buying you a doll of a of a of a of a redheaded Shh. person? It goes with my statue, man. One last little news headline here: yes. uh, Pokemon Go. That's still a thing. It's out there. Uh, it, it has scheduled server downtime uh, June first from two p.m. to nine p.m. Seven hours oh. of server downtime for Pokemon Go. Uh, what in the world are they doing here, Jesse? You are you are Pokemon Go. I, I have uh, no idea what they're doing. This was just announced today, and I don't think are they fixing the the thousand Puchina problem? No, that, that wasn't the problem. That was a scheduled event. 
And, <laughs> and and my joke on Twitter is, if you guys let me do Pokemon Go news, you probably would have known this. Oh, <laughs> true. Burn. That's true. Can so, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Pokemon Go question. Um, admits the pandemic. The whole point of Pokemon Go is to go outside, right? Yes. How is it still a thing during the last couple of months? They have made changes to the game to allow more social okay. distancing. So to access a gym, you know, you have to, let's say you have to be. You, you know, have to be within a certain area. Well, right? Here's some geometry for you. Normally yeah. you have to be some, you know, our feet away from it, from the center to be, to register. Yeah. And now they increased it to 2R, which increases the area by fourfold. Okay. So you can get the same number of, you can get 20 people at a gym and still be socially distant. That's oh, cool. All right, that's good. You know, the, the other change that they've made to it is when you boot it up, it now just says Pokemon Go Home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then and they used to have community day events where we they go out into a park or other public mm-hmm. area where mm-hmm. like the, the featured Pokemon would spawn. It's now uh, more of a something you can do at home. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, incenses will last like three hours. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's an event this weekend, uh, Saturday or Sunday. I forget the day. Um, the and then, it, so you can they'll just continually spawn, no matter where you are, with an incense. Mm-hmm. You know, once every minute or so, and then they'll be they'll be associated. Uh, a quest line to go with it that if you, it's a it's DLC but it's ninety nine cents to access that the 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 quest line so to do that you, you, so you get some rewards for two hours of play and ninety nine cents that's not bad that's cool that they're you know adapting to the situation and so allowing yeah. people and to I did see an article with Niantic today who said that it's been quote really hard. During this this pandemic, yeah. and then the, the the last major update that they did to help with the the COVID thing is they now have, have a new raid pass called a remote raid pass that if you, you you can buy the first three for just like one coin or virtually free, and you can buy additional ones for I think a hundred coins each. I think that might go up in price in the future. Um, so if you can see the gym on your on the world map, which has about a mile radius, maybe a little bit less. So like there's like three or four gyms that I can see from my house. If there's a raid going on, I can use a, a remote raid pass to access the gym, even though I'm still at home. Mm, and that's cool. In in the future, remote players will have a reduced efficiency. So if if a target can be done with three people normally, right. if those three people are all remote, it's not going to happen. You'd need a, some local people or more remote people jo- joined in. But at least for now, remote people are just as effective as local people. That's cool. super yeah. cool. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, so in terms of the server outage, I don't think they've ever had a server outage this big, at least scheduled this big in, you know, things four years old, right? They started in 2016? Oh, or was it? Boy, or yeah. am I... Or, or am I? No, you're right. It'll be four. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a a, a multi-hour outage like this scheduled a week in advance, two weeks in advance. Hmm. Maybe big features coming that we all need to talk about on the show when those happen. Well, guys, that's our news for the week. So let's get into what we've been playing, shall we? 
And Joseph and Kyle, as a Nintendo Dad's tradition, guests always go first. And so, uh, Kyle, we'll start with you since you're at the, at the bottom of my screen. Sweet. Uh, what have you been playing lately? Oh, man. I've been playing a gem of a game, let me tell you. WWE 2K20. <laughs> oh, come on now. Boy, let me tell you what. Dusty Rhodes going to have to oh. come out here and Woo! hit him with a plunder on the WWE 2K. <laughs> you done it. You done it. I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> Um, hey, what I'm gonna have to call up Sapphire, tell about the blue collar working man. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh unlike the game, which has problems. Um, oh yeah, oh it's got the problems. <laughs> it's it's man, the clipping <clears throat> through the ropes is weird. Um I've never I mean, had that happen to me. Oh, I, it's happened multiple times. Uh I really just <clears throat> wanted to play it because of the career mode, because I love career modes in wrestling games and sports. And I played this one. Are you one. talking about the my like the, the, the storyline, my yes. player? Yeah. It is so oh. weird. So let me tell you, I God, it's so bad. <laughs> there is there is a wrestler who uh gets fired for six years. He then comes back after six years away with a full metal bionic arm. No, and it's not just a metal bionic arm. It's like uh, it's like an Unreal Five triangle party yes. bionic arm. Like it's all like and it's like gold plated and it's like moving around all like. But it gets even better because then, uh, like a few months later in the story, um, you get entered in the Royal Rumble, right? And mm. you, you have to eliminate everybody, and then you think you won, and all of a sudden you hear like. Uh, all hail the chief playing yeah, oh yeah and like secret service coming out and like wait a second what the president's entering the royal rumble and then who comes out the rock the rock is president the president Dwayne the rock Johnson. in this universe honestly you have to eliminate the president of the united states who is the rock from the royal rumble in order to win <laughs> like it is it is nuts wow. it's weird but it's exactly the type of game I want right now. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and the best part, uh, to me, the best part of the game, Kyle, I don't know about you, is, is making the same creator wrestler that I've been making for 15 yeah. years yep. on games. It's the same guy. Same dude. And he's all, and he's going to come in there, and and, and you're going to get him to level 99 on everything and where he can, like, punch, like, flick a guy yeah. and pin him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, the seriously though, the real best part to me is the the add-ons that they've done. Oh yeah, like yeah. the fantasy add-ons. So they had the the bump in the night DLC, mm -hmm. which was like everybody got like wrestlers got turned into monsters. Yep. And then there was the the neo wasteland like post apocalyptic yeah. DLC. And then there's um, the '80s wrestling DLC where like it's the Southpaw Wrestling Federation. Yep. The the fake. And, federation inside yeah the and they've all got like big hair and neon tights it knows what it it's is fantastic. it's it's not the best oh, WWE no. game i've ever played uh but no. is it this is, real talk kyle is this like the worst uh yeah <laughs> it for i don't know i, I would no, say no, no. Least, hang on I, hang on like within the last eight years i would say this is the worst one. Oh, sure 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 i was gonna yeah. say the worst wwe game of all time is the very first WWE game that came out on the original Xbox. Which which one? I'm it was like Attitude. WWE Raw. Oh, okay. I was thinking Attitude. Oh no, Attitude was bad too. The, the acclaim yeah. yes. wrestling games where you like had to like actually put in like Street Fighter style moves. To yeah, do it was stuff. bad. It was bad. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> 
but yeah, that's what I've been playing. That's, you know. I love it because I don't get to talk about that like with anybody else. I'm so it's, glad. It, it is my bridge between – it's my break from Persona 5 Royal, um, which I love. I just need a little break from RPGs. And, and Kyle, look, I, I know you identify with this. I love how every person in the career mode – and you're not going to understand this if you're just an audio listener. Every person in the career mode, when they turn and look at you, is like this. Oh, Eyes wide open. This is this is any emotion. Like I'm happy. I'm sad. Uh, the best part is <laughs> is when giant. they go they go into like the announcer and like in crowd like before you come out and he's talking but no no noise is coming out of his yeah. mouth. His, his mouth is moving and there's no crowd noise. It is silent. For those of you who've not played this game, let me give you an example that of how bad the glitches were when they launched the quote, fully complete game, wrestlers would enter from the back and their hair would be floating two feet above their scalp. No. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. It was like Assassin's Creed Unity with no face. It was just the eyes and the mouth. Yeah, it was they're, bad. They're floating up here. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I, I, I'm wow. just counting down till Maneater, which finally ships. But I won't Is this get just the Switch version second. doing that or did all versions do that? All There's versions. no Switch version of 2K20. Oh, okay. They killed they killed 2K on the Switch after 2K18 uh, yeah. because everything ran like someone had poured molasses. See, I knew that wasn't 19. I wasn't sure. Or maybe it was that. 19. I don't. I don't know. But but here's the thing. Yeah. Um, I that legit, that game was legit on my um like backlog of games to finish mm-hmm. just to finish the career mode, and now I'm kind of done. Oh yeah, I'm I'll done. play it with my. I'll play it with my son because mm-hmm. he wants to play like two player. He's like, "I'm gonna beat you." Oh, and, my niece is watching me play, so I'll I'll probably keep it around and I do, and 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 yes, I do play as the American Dream. You have to. <laughs> you have, you have to. to. You have to get him out there. Woo! Oh, it feels good. Feels yeah. good. I'm Kyle, sure, we like, need a soundboard on the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, no, I no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was that was where you heard the pew 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 pew. We've got tons of stuff. I mean, I love it. Yeah, hit them up. Yes, keep on going. You know what to do. <laughs> Please understand. I love it. I love it. Okay, uh, so Joe, what you been playing? Uh, I've been playing so uh, two games. I, I do, I do, I do need to. I need to bring this one out. Right. Last week uh, or this week uh, has been a big PSVR uh, uh, like week for me. I think the biggest since, gosh, like last year, even like I, I dusted this thing off and I've put a lot of miles on it. Just so like far. what? Blood and Truth, probably. Yeah. Blood and Truth, which is a fantastic, not for the kids game. Uh, that's a, that's a kid check. Just <laughs> kids <laughs> when you're older. All right. That's for the dads after the kids went to bed or dads and moms after the kids went to bed, you know, dads, dads after dark content. This one, kids, you can, you can, you can join in if your parents allow it. And that is Iron Man VR demo just came out. Gang. Oh yeah. 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 And Kyle, I played it at Comic-Con. So I already know you, you, you were over the moon about this game and I was just, I'm still seeing it. I'm just like, I don't know. I think you're lying to me, Kyle. I think you're overselling it guys. This is your Iron Man. Like, whatever you've seen Iron Man do in, in the movies, uh, even like the, you know, the, like the quirks and whatnot, or, or him being all witty, 
uh, it's it's there. Like how you actually navigate, because the level design is 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 um is ginormous. Like it's it's really big for a VR game, and it's trying to get you not to explore, but to constantly move and shoot and and fight evil robots. And what you're doing is actually you put the move controllers, which it's move controllers, not like a regular, you know, controller laying around, but you actually put them behind your back like you're about to Naruto run. That's for the younger parents out there. Uh, you guys get it. Just look it up. <laughs> yes. Look it up. It's a gif. You, you're going to laugh. You're going to be like, what is this all about? You get it. And then you actually press the triggers down and it's like you're flying an Iron Man, like, like how he's flying normally. Yeah. So you're controlling it and, and you kind of have a, a sense of what to do because you've seen Iron Man in the movies. Yeah, and so right. how you're moving is how Iron Man would move. Yeah. If you want to go left, you put your right arm up and let it boost your left, right? Yes. You put left arm up. It's great. I'm still really bad at turning, but <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like, this is how you go down. You, you put your arms up in yep. the air, wave them around. Like you just don't care. Uh, well, actually stationary. And it is, it is fantastic. Like can I can't, can I ask you how this demo started? Cause I haven't downloaded it yet. It's literally, they're just like, all right. Does it boot up in front of you? Yes. You okay, boot up good. the masks on your face and it, and and you start seeing the world around you open up and you have like uh Friday talking to you and you're like, you're not Jarvis, but I'm fine. And you just, you hover. It teaches you how to hover first and then teaches you how to fly. And then it gives you the logos as you're going through. I think it's Malibu. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then they give you the first level after they teach you how to fly in basic combat, which is your, Again, it's, well, it's it could be worse. Blast. If, you know, you said you want you'd rather have Jarvis. It could be worse. It, it, it could be not Tony. That's true. Oh. <laughs> I see why do you hurt us like this. So too soon. <laughs> but you're actually like the first level. Like your plane's getting shot down, and you need to rescue the plane. You need to make sure it's not. And I think it's like it's supposed to crash in Los Angeles, so you're trying to maneuver it so it's crash landing somewhere where there's no populace so you're actually like fixing the engine with your with your hands you're you're fixing the wing like the landing gear stuck you got to like remove that while you're fighting all these drones that are coming at you and it is again it this this is why vr is so awesome because when you look at it like if you if tra- trailers do no justice you have to put this thing on your face and really experience it for yourself because yeah. the it, it it gives you the immersion and the the fantasy of like yeah I'm Iron Man this situation's insanely real, um, even with like like Batman it's like I am Batman like in Batman VR you're putting the cowl on first time so, I took the the cowl and I put it on my head it's like oh my god I got chills yeah I'm like, like this is responsibilities reaching I down like, grabbing the batarang and throwing it oh man. And for me, with Iron Man, I was like Ron Swanson when he sees little Sebastian. I was like, literally, every time I'm like, I'm, sh- I'm like shooting a drone. I'm like, ee, <laughs> like I'm putting out this childish, like, like, like yeehaw type of noise. It's just so much fun. Like, I walked away convinced that this is one of the best PSVR games just out there. The and it's just a demo. And it's just a demo, just 20 minutes. And here's the thing, Kyle, man to man. Okay. Right. Everybody else, they're not even here right now. We have a <laughs> fantasy league on the trophy room. Yeah. I did not think Iron Man would score this high. You but think like, it's going high? I think it's going high. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this yeah. game going, it's at least a nine. To me, so right Jesse now. and Marty, they, they 
set up a, a fan. You know how there's fantasy football and fantasy yeah. baseball. They did a fantasy uh, uh, publisher uh, yeah. developer. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you, yeah, I missed out publisher. on it. I missed yeah. out on it, but you draft I, I, games and based yes. on their open critic score is how many yeah. points you get. It's and I'm awesome I'm number game. two on the league right now. I think Famous Seamus. I think it's Famous Seamus is number one. Yeah, because no, had, Bland. Bland is number one. He had Persona Five Royal. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like gonna that. drop down. I know it, but at least I'm gonna be Antonio Guillen because he sucks <laughs> at everything. So right here's now. the thing: <laughs> like as you're sitting there and you're talking about this game, yeah. uh, which is again just a demo. I'm over here like listening to you, and I'm like. I've still got some stimulus money. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's a bundle with Iron Man VR bundled with the headset yeah. when it comes out on July 3rd. It, as long shut as you up. have a shut big... up. Yeah, man. I don't want to spend money, Kyle. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Now's the time. You get Beat so, Saber. You get Moss. Oh my out of Astrobot. all the games that have come out for the VR system, I've been yeah. eyeballing it, and it was actually I had it pre-ordered the day one pre-order when that was come when that was coming out, but I had to let that one go in order to get the Nintendo switch, unfortunately. Okay. So, uh, but then I'm still eyeballing it. And now that Vader immortals coming out, yeah. oh. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm also looking at the stimulus money. <laughs> also just real quick. The, there's a rumor this weekend is Sony's days of play. And the, there, there, I think in the Germany version, there is a VR bundle probably discounted. Just to let Ooh. you know if that's okay. like your eyes open for that, Marty. So Germans Sorry. out there, if Angela <laughs> signed a check I've for you guys, so you know what good. it's I've saved, I've saved it all, and I've been yep. so good. I haven't done it. And I'm going to do something that's going to make my wife yell at me. <laughs> but the, you know what? You. The, the, the one thing at the end of the day, I really love how Marvel's handling their games because it seems like they're like, we know this thing's got to print a whole bunch of cash, but we rather, you know, deal with developers. Like we rather have Spider-Man be solely PlayStation and have Insomniac work on it because we know the pedigree of these two companies. So, you know, yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we Sony Pictures to- owns the movie rights, has nothing to do with it. I mean, I think it's definitely <laughs> I, I, it, not so much as what a lot of people think for sure. But I definitely think that there's some part of negotiations there for sure. But I like even going into like Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, where like that game was a game where you can, you know, it, that wasn't, I mean, no, it was a Wii game, but it was a multi-platform game. And for them going, no, 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 we're going to deal with Nintendo and, uh, what was it? Uh, the, the developers on that. Something's telling me Team Ultimate Ninja. Ultimate Alliance three. Yeah. Was it Team, Team Ninja? Ninja like, yeah, it was Ninja Theory. No, yeah. not Ninja Theory. Or Team, no, not, Team, Team Ninja. Ninja. Sorry, yeah, Team, yeah, Ninja. Yeah. Team Ninja. Yeah, yeah. So I always get those two mixed up. Too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that—that's a cool thing that I like. It's just like yep. cool. Like make an Iron Man PSVR game with camouflage, the creators of Republic, and and go for it because we trust you. Like I'm really, I'm really liking where Marvel's games are are, are headed so far. You think they learned that lesson from Star Wars? Yes, I think, well, not just Star Wars. I think they've also learned it with their missteps, you know, with their movie tie-in games. Like Iron Man, there was an Iron Man game on 360. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was garbage. There's a like, Hulk game, I think. Well, the Hulk game's awesome. Well, it depends which yeah. one we're talking about. Yeah, there's one Hulk game that's really good. The yeah. PS2 one, I would agree with you on, but I feel yeah. like there's a later one. PS2 and the Xbox one was like Ultimate mm-hmm. uh, Ultimate Destruction, Destruction, I think? Yeah. Yeah. 
beautiful game, masterpiece. You know, you could, you could rip a car in half and you have them as like, you know, your boxing gloves. Boxing yeah, oh yeah, gloves. I remember that. It was great. Dude, awesome, awesome. But like, yeah, they learned it from like their their movie tie-in games, where it's just like, you know, let's stop making garbage. Let's actually start making things that people are gonna be looking highly of. I think they want their Batman Arkham's. You know, I dig that. And 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 look, you got to give credit where credit's due. Rock City, uh, there wasn't it that, that did. Um, did they do the Batman Arkham yeah, games? Yeah. Except they for are, Origins, they are the they are the reason that superhero games and, and tie-in games are as good as they are now. Really are. They yeah. showed that it could be done with with Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that, that, that got that's, me hooked for the whole set. Yeah, that that's a game where me and my brother bond heavily on. Is, is Batman. Cause like, I'm not actually good at that, that, that series at all. So I'll stop midway through because I'm like, I'm just terrible. And so I'll, I'll walk downstairs and make me, like, I'll watch my brother who is not a gamer by any stretch of the, the, the imagination, just like pure God mode, like just mowing these, these, these thugs down. Yeah. And we're I, just like catching up. I managed up, to like, play through all the games, but I'm lousy at the combat. I just yeah. basic, basic throws and attacks all the way through. Yeah, like like the thugs are beating me up. I'm like, please, I lost my parents. Come on, <laughs> why are you being so mean? Martha. <laughs> if they make another name? Batman game, if it doesn't have a Martha button, we're done. We're out. We're out. <laughs> it's like it's like Luigi and Luigi's Mansion. He has the Mario button. Mario, Mario, Mario. Martha. How do you know that the name? Maybe. <laughs> I speculated this week that the Snyder Cut of Justice League is just all of them in a room yelling Martha at the same time. That's it. God, I want to know. If, oh, wait. Oh, no, no. They're not doing BVS, right? It's just strictly Justice League, Justice right? League. Justice uh, League. So that line's still. Everybody's was, mother is Martha. It's uh, like the Spider-Man meme. They're all pointing at each other. Martha? Martha? Martha. Martha. Oh, anyway. Uh, well, guys, uh, Jesse, what have you been playing? Let's let's talk about you. Right, so I finished up Picross S4, and I the, the last page of large puzzles, I ended up recording them and putting them on my channel. In fact, I have one is my background right now uh, in a loop. And so that game's done 100%. Um, I, I honestly thought that was Audacity that's behind you. <laughs> no, that's... I, I yeah. thought that was like some type of mixer like program. I'm nope, like, that's, that's Picross. That's that's Picross. I was about to because I'm like I'm on my, I'm about to get my phone out. I'm like, what does this game look like? Is this just... <laughs> I'm still doing it because I don't believe you. <laughs> okay, then I started playing uh, Atari Flashbacks Classics. You know, I talked about it last year. I wanted to buy this game. Retailed to forty dollars. I'm like, I don't think this game's worth forty dollars. So I waited for it. Then GameStop had it available for $20, and I wanted to buy it, but it was plus $10 shipping. And I'm like, no, still too much. And the price went down to $20 digital, so I picked it up. And what I'm planning on doing with this is kind of similar to what I did with the Picross puzzles, is I want to do a series, and this will be on the main Nintendo Dad's main channel, of me playing every game in the series is on the game on the in the game is 150 games total uh some you know ranging from 2600 games arcade ports 5200 ports and some are like doubled and tripled up but uh 
So I've so far recorded one episode, uh, and I'm going to go in alphabetical order. So the first game was 3D Tic-Tac-Toe, and I have no idea what I'm doing. And it's obvious when when I release that footage. The, co- the computer on the easiest level just handed me. <laughs> and there are seven levels of difficulty higher than what I was playing. Damn. <laughs> I'm looking at Picross right now. And it's like I'm looking at binary. I'm seeing a bunch of ones, zeros, Elon yep. Musk's kids' names there for some reason. <laughs> I don't. This is crazy. All right. So, what, as I this weekend, I'm going to see if I can get more uh, episodes recorded. And once I have them backlogged, then I'll start releasing them. Then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, thanks to Tim to set up. Uh, thumbnail for me that I can just quickly edit out the num- name, episode number of the name and make 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 some quick thumbnails with that. Then, speaking of Tim, Tim and I last night played Paneled Upon, which was new last as of yesterday on the Super Nintendo uh, Nintendo Online service. Uh, I had played the game before in other other forms, more specifically the Pokemon Puzzle League on N64. And he has never played it before. So, uh, he, he, he did, he played on his own before we, 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 uh, grouped together. I played a few games to show him what I was doing. And then we tried playing two play, two, two players with some he, handicapping he going on. And we, we think <laughs> we found a good balance of where he had a chance to win. Yeah, he had to so, put himself at level eight, and I had to put myself at level three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the paneled we got the we got the Japanese version of paneled upon because when it was originally released in North America, it had the Tetris, Tetris Attack uh, name, and mm. Nintendo um, probably doesn't want to spend money on the Tetris license to do that again. So we got the Famicom version. Which same gameplay, just you're instead of saving Mario characters as Yoshi, you're saving fairy characters as another fairy. And I can't read anything because I don't know, can't read Japanese. But that's that's catch. you don't need to know how to read <laughs> to play the game. Cool. <laughs> and then finally, I we as I said last week, I picked up Animal Crossing, so I'm two months behind everyone, but. Uh, I've been playing every day. I had a, a like a 440 belt sell off day last week on my island, and then I was able to buy with that money from that. At that time, I didn't have any turnips, but I left. I opened up my island to all the to the patrons who wanted to come to sell yeah. off, and just from that alone, the tips they they dropped off of which. They, no one had to. I didn't say anything about it, and I would have been perfectly happy to not receive any. But they gave me about 1.6 million in bells, bells and tips between wow. everyone who's hopped on. So That's super generous. That's awesome. So I was able to. So I, I paid paid off one of my loans. I used about 600,000 bells in turnips this week, and was able to turn that around to about two and a half million when I sold off on someone else's island. Mm. So that's, uh, I wish that was a real thing with turnips in our world, right? <laughs> <laughs> and your landlord doesn't kick you out; he just guilt nope. trips you. Like, mm-hmm. hey, listen, you know, you can pay your rent wherever you want. I just have Tim and Tommy to feed. But if you don't care about Tim and Tommy, you don't have to pay. I mean, think about how that would be in the real world. Like, your landlord shows up, and he's just like, "So, uh, I, I know you're satisfied with your house, but 
I can add a basement for you if you wanted me to, and it'll be done tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we'll do it while you're asleep. Yeah. Uh, but it's just going to cost you $2.5 million. But you can pay that off in a couple of weeks when the snot-nosed uh, person comes around once a week on Sunday mornings before noon to sell turnips. And then you can drive to the next town over and sell them for $500 a piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dream. Great, yeah, it'd be so, great. So my wife knows, you know, best through memes and conversation, she knows of Animal Crossing and knows about the turnips things, even though she has, she hasn't played the game herself. So I I told her what the 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 official name of what that the stock of the turnip uh, seller is, and she just went, uh the the Sow Jones stock market, S T A L K. And, and yep. all the puns, perfect? yeah, all the puns. I love it. I wish I wish that's how stonks worked in real life as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that, I, uh, I went and sold mine on Monday. I had almost fifteen hundred turnips and uh, made eight hundred eighty nine thousand bells. This point, it's just it's. <laughs> You know, it's like you get into this real life portion where you're just like, no one needs that much money. <laughs> you're like, what, what are we doing here? You're like, once you paid out the house, for... then then what do you need money for? Exactly. Like all the crowns. To buy all the things to put in the house. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's the thing with, with, with Animal Crossing is like you buy the house. This is what happened to me. You buy the house. You, you focus on paying off the, your loans. Right. Uh, and then. And then, like, you just have this empty house full of junk. And it's then I'm living real life because, like, that's my room. <laughs> and that's why I stopped. Art was imitating life way too closely. Yeah, it was getting, like, an episode of Hoarders instead of, like, I have real it. life debt to deal with. I don't have to deal with turn-up debt. Like, no, exactly. no get out of here. You know, least- I, we've not talked, like, we, we were on the Dad Crossing set last week, and I meant to ask this and forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Um if you played the old Animal Crossing games, you know, you could go and you could find the dig spots and you dig up fossils that you would then take to the um, to the museum and you turn them in, right? And, like, my wife and I, we're playing on the same island and she plays about at least two, maybe three hours every night just fishing and doing whatever because she doesn't do turnips. Mm-hmm. So I just let her kind of have the free run of it when I'm not doing the turnip thing. And uh, we have completed all the fossils. Wow. We have them all. Thanks to uh, Mike Patterson, who listens to the show. He came to my island. He gave me the last two that I needed. We're done with fossils. But in the older games, you could dig up these robot things called gyroids. Gyroids. And they would make these weird noises and, like, jerk and make, like, dances and stuff. Where are my gyroids? I'm, just, I'm like, guessing I, that'll be a future update. Just like honestly, they added. every Animal Crossing game I've ever played, my basement has become like gyroid storage. And I would just go down there and set them all off. So there's like 20 <laughs> of them down there, and you walk down the stairs, and it's like... Just like Red and like, Leaf weren't available at launch and were patched in and, later. And I think Red so. has been to my town twice. twice. You've been to my That's town it. twice already, and I completely... Didn't, I completely forgot about it the second night, so I didn't check his ship to see what he was selling. 
Yeah. yeah I, that I was, don't know. Like, someone data mined uh, the reason why Red shows up so so infrequently. Did you see that? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, so basically, you know, Monday to Friday, you, you'll get one visitor a day. And three of those days are fixed with, like, Gulliver and the... Uh. The... So, say one of the sables that sells label, yeah, yeah, and then and I don't remember what the third or one kicks. is, which leaves two days of the week that will randomly one of five characters will show up with red in that rotation, and if characters that don't show up in a week will have a skewed probability in a future week, but still not guaranteed. So, mm-hmm. basically. So it sounds like you'll probably be guaranteed to see him once every three weeks, but could could see them weekly if you're lucky. Yeah, the first time, like, when the update happened, he was there, and then he was there, like, the next week, and I haven't seen him since. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, I've had – I think Gulliver might be in one of the three. Yeah, Gulliver weeklies, was – Because he shows Gulliver up Gulliver came week. to my island, like, three times. Like, yeah. week, 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 you know, like, boom, yeah. boom, boom. Yeah, t- t- today, like, 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 he was there on day two when I first started playing, and today was the yeah. first time I've seen him. Yeah. Mm. Joe and Kyle, do you guys play Animal stuff. Crossing? Uh, I was real, this was my first Animal Crossing. Yeah, same. Um, And I was real heavy into it for about the first week or two. And then I just, I couldn't take it anymore. It felt like I had so many real life chores to do that doing chores in a game just wasn't fun to me. Yeah. I, I'm kind of limiting now, what I do. I'm not trying to do everything. Like, yeah. I, I'm not if it's if it's in the shop, I'll only buy it if I think I have a use for it. I'm not yes. buying everything for the sake of buying everything. I'm not going to be I'm one of those catalog then, collectors. Kyle, you're you're not a fan of Job Simulator for PSVR, then? <laughs> I actually love Job those games. <laughs> like, those I'm going to be honest fun. with you. That's the game up till now that has tempted me to buy PSVR with Job Simulator. Yo, that, that, yeah. that is great. Yeah. A vacation simulator is awesome as well. So I'm okay. going to treat in this kind of like story mode. You know, all, all, all mm-hmm. the stuff that Tom Nook has me do, you know, to en- enhance the island, to... Mm-hmm upgrade my house. I'll probably do all that. And once I've done all that, then I'll probably stop because story mode's over. It goes into sandbox mode and I don't care. You know, very much how I played Dragon Quest Builders 1 and 2. You yeah. Know, yeah. The story the was great, but I, when I get into sandbox mode, not interested. Yeah, I also felt like I missed like a day or two when I was real heavy into it. And everyone I knew was still playing and I, I felt like I missed so much that I just mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I was playing catch up. Yeah, and, and I, just, I was just like, I have to put it down for a little bit. I'll can't, probably uh, go back eventually, but can't keep up with the Animal Crossing game. No, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, Tim, what have you been playing, bud? Well, I'll start with Animal Crossing since you guys are talking about that. Uh, I actually rolled credits this week uh, on Animal Crossing, and I actually been playing. Speaking to what you were saying, Kyle, I was, I felt that playing it too and usually when i play games i play at my own pace Mm -hmm. i'll give you a good example breath of the wild was one everybody's playing that game to death when we got the switch right so i wasn't keeping up with everybody and i was playing at my own pace in fact i still haven't beat that game that's normally how i play a game is i'll play a game and only that game until it's done yeah but knowing animal crossing is the type of game it is i know i can't do that so i've got right. it which is another reason why i was reluctant to even buy it 
and uh, I didn't buy it for two months. One of us. One of us. Right. <laughs> and, you know, again, the main reason why I bought it is because I had vouchers that were literally burning a hole in my pocket. If I didn't yeah. use them, they would have been, they would poof. Right. Yeah. So Animal Crossing, I rolled the credits and that was actually an accident because I was going into the way you, I guess, get to roll credits is get Tom Nook to, or yeah, not Tom Nook, uh, KK Slider to come visit your island. Right. And you got to get a certain star level of your island to do that. I was just going in to check on what, okay, where am I at? And I actually got four stars and I guess you can be three stars and above to get KK Slider to come. Mm And uh, I had four stars already, and I only had, I think, probably half my island, you know, um, built up, I guess, if you will, uh, and organized in a way that I thought I was still going to have to do more work. But, yeah, that happened, and then all of a sudden, next day, KK Slider visits, I roll credits, and now I have uh, terraforming now, which is, for me, yeah, I'm enjoying because I think somebody mentioned on uh, the dinner table broke up there. somebody was playing, and they... Oh yeah, I was gonna. Um, I think someone mentioned on the dinner table show that there's some similar similarities to SimCity for the SNES with this game. So, especially when you get to the terraforming stuff, um, it's essentially the after game, if you will, or you know, after the roll credits. So I started getting that, and I'm starting to pave my streets or my sidewalks or whatever you want to call it. So I'm having fun with that. Just started doing that today, actually. So that's fun. Still put, and it, it helped too because of the the stock market. <laughs> so being able to do things a lot quicker, I'm sure. Um, Panel Dupont obviously played that for the first time yesterday, going into playing with Jesse. And I learned a lot just from that experience <laughs> that uh, is actually pretty, it's a pretty cool game. And um, it's something I'll probably jump back into just, just to, just because, you know, I like a good tech, Tetris game or a good puzzle game and I didn't realize that's what that was when it was coming out when Nintendo mentioned they were bringing it out um, and then of course I did Tetris 99 to get the Animal oh, yeah. Crossing wallpaper you know I did that Love for Tetris 99 yes oh, yeah, I, I, did, I did that too and you know normally Tetris 99 has like music to keep you yeah. excited and alert and the music during that event was just so calm and yeah <laughs> is that event still going on? i literally just turned on no it switch. ended on monday ah dang it okay yeah that is a that that's the thing that sucks though about those I, but i i think i did a live stream of my hour playing that so hopefully they'll bring it to where you can buy it with tickets if you put, do the daily you know tasks to get tickets and stuff uh, yeah, but i have the i have the zelda one and that's about it i think yeah i, see, I missed Pokemon the, I, one I think I missed the Zelda one and I missed the Game well, Boy one and I really the, the Zelda one, one wasn't a theme to unlock. You you buy that with tickets. Oh okay, all right. So and then I've been playing a game called Concept Destruction, which is actually on the PS4 as well Ooh. and Xbox. Um, it's a um, destruction derby type game, but you're using cardboard cards cars that you build uh, or you don't build, but you you know you you pick cardboard cars. And crash them with other ones. And you're basically trying to prove the concept of this car and whether it can survive the destruction derby. And that was what I was streaming today with my son was the multiplayer part of it. And we were both just cracking up at that multiplayer. Unfortunately, at least for the Switch, I don't know about the PlayStation 4 version, it's only two player local. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish it was something you could do online or at least do more players. Cause I, I remember destruction derby for the PS one. I had a blast with, and just seemed like it'd be something with, uh, it would be more fun with more players to do that with. And it seems like it wouldn't be that taxing on the system to be able to do that. But I don't know. I'm not a developer, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I hate what, like there, there was some games we played at PAX where I'm just like, this is really fun. I would love to play with Kyle. And then they're like, Oh, it's only local. I'm like, Damn. yeah. I mean, it's fun for me and my family, at least my son and I, we were, like I said, having a blast. In fact, we were cracking up so hard at this glitch we found where if you tried to go after a car and you miss it and you went straight for the wall, you would go halfway through the wall and just be stick, sticking out of it, like going crazy trying to get out of it. And then I told him to try to hit me to get out of it. And I was doing something on my joy, joy con and it, the car went up the wall halfway inside of it. And he missed me because <laughs> it went up the wall. And then I sent the, I sent a screenshot or a screen uh, capture of it to the developer to let him know, Hey, I don't think you want this to do this. <laughs> uh, hopefully they'll get that fixed or whatever. Maybe, was, maybe they do. Maybe it's a feature. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's how it works. <laughs> right. So, and then I want to call out a couple things that I thought was really cool too. And some games that I bought that I haven't played yet, but I'm hoping to get to. And that's uh, one is called cosmic star heroine heroine. It's a dollar fifty now in the eShop, and it's supposed to be a um, Chrono Trigger type feel game to it. Was that so, the one we were playing? Because I think that's the one I was referencing, where it's only local multiplayer. No, uh, I don't no? think so. Uh, okay. I bought the limited run <laughs> version at PAX, though the physical. Because oh, okay, I've wanted to play that game forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't touched it yet, but like I've heard yeah. some good things about it. I also picked that up for a dollar and a half. I think normal price was fifteen, so like ninety. Yeah, it's off. normally fifteen bucks, and it was for a dollar fifty. So I was like, so, yeah, I I'll snapped. grab that and backlog that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, now, now I gotta look that up. Uh, and then um, Journey to the Savage Planet, I got a code for. I'll be doing a review with. Actually, Justin was on earlier today on our uh, Twitch channel. He started playing it. And I got a code to start playing it so that when I get to a certain point, we could both try the multiplayer part of it together. Nice. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that more. And then for my PlayStation peeps, I have to say that I did pre-order uh, Ghost of Tsushima Collector's Edition. Yes. And I, I cannot wait for that because <laughs> that mask alone, I can't wait to put on the shelf. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. So that's what I've been playing and what I've, Hope to be it's playing be so soon. It's what you've be so been good. playing and what you've been purchasing. <laughs> yes. Oh, and actually, I did pick up club the clubhouse games too. So, like okay. I said, cool. I pretty purchased that. Yeah. So uh, I've been playing. Uh, I kind of mentioned and alluded to this earlier in the show. I've been uh, playing Mega Man X. Uh, played the first one several, several times. One of my favorite Super Nintendo games of all time. Um, but I, I've never really. I played X2 when I was, you know, when it came out. Uh, I never got a hold of X3 uh, and mm-hmm. kind of fell off the series after that. I played a couple of them on PS4, or I'm sorry, PS2 uh, back in the day. But uh, I'm working my way through them now. I still just don't like, like, I love Mega Man mm-hmm. with every fiber of my being. Like the original OG Mega Man. I just like, there's part of Mega Man X that I just can't, like, it just doesn't thrill my soul. 
And I guess it's okay, but like it just doesn't have the same appeal as the original Mega Man to me. Like it, it's just strange. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's it is interesting because then you hear about other people who have the opposite effect, right? They didn't get into the Mega Man series, but man, as soon as Mega Man X came out, they were all into yeah. it. Yeah, like I, I think for me, it's the um, like especially starting around X two. There's just there's so many little variables that like there's three bosses in Mega Man X two that you can you have to beat them at a certain time or they disappear off the map forever. Uh, mm-hmm. Like your opportunity to collect uh, what they give you disappears off the map forever, and it's just I, I don't know I. I like it. I, I do wish one big complaint that I have uh, with the Legacy Collection is that there's no way to change the controls. And so having like shoot is Y and jump is B and the dash command is A. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard to do. Like if you need to be doing all of those at the same time, like I used to could do that as a kid, but now I'm old and fat and <laughs> I'm playing on rookie hunter mode because I'm keep dying and yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't know, I, but I, like I will say this, I, I did enjoy Mega Man X2 and I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying what I've played so far about X3. I'm about, awesome. I think I've got two bosses left before I, no, no, I'd finished the first eight levels. Now Mecha, Mecha Dragon will like to say you can remap the controls on switch. You can. Uh, that's true. You have to do it. At, you have to do it at system level, though. Oh. And I really don't. I, I like. I don't want to do it at system right. level. I, I would rather do it at game level, because then I would have to go back and change. And it is weird that you mentioned because I'm I'm not a big Mega Man person, but like from the outside looking in, it it is kind of like. Uh, anytime I get to quote Star Wars, I will. It's kind of like seeing like the the people that that don't have tastes that like the prequels. And then people that do have tastes and don't like the prequels. And like you get, you get those, those two, two sides. It's like, no, the, the prequels could stay. And they're like, no, nah, maybe, maybe they shouldn't. Like that's, that's what the same feel I get with Mega Man where the X's are, are like, you love them or you hate them. And then the classic ones as well, after a certain number, it's like, you love them or hate them. And like, yeah. there's, yeah, just no, two I agree games. with that. I agree yeah. with that. And, and uh, maybe it's just that I grew up with the, with the original Mega Man and, I don't know, like X is very special still. Um, but I think part of it too is like the X series story just gets more and more and more out there the longer it goes. And Mega Man's just like, yeah, Dr. Wiley escaped again and made evil robots. We got to stop him. Great. I can do that. Oh, there's some robot. There's a robot dog in this level. Oh, there's a robot cat that's throwing yarn at you. Oh. Okay, there's robot tigers in this one. Like I get it. Uh, yeah, you know, it's great. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, and then, and then, and that's another thing too. It's always bothered me, even for Mega Man X. Like all of the the bosses, all like the robot masters. It's something and an animal, like blast ostrich, spark monkey. You know, like it's. And I'm like, I don't, why are they all animals? You know, like whatever, whatever happened to good old bubble man, you know, it's like bubble man. You knew what he did. He shoots bubbles and he's a man. He's a man. (laughs) He's not a mandrill. (laughs) 
Well, in this one, in this one, they're like Mega Man X three. Like I'm, and and the thing is, here's another misstep. I think this game makes mm-hmm. is X two. It told you the name of the boss on the like the select screen. In X three, mm. it doesn't. So like I was following a guide to like find all the pieces and do the boss order, and it was telling me like, oh, you got to go find this boss. And I would go like, like one of them. I went to three different stages. I was like, I think that looks like uh. The, the boss I was trying to find, no joke, this is the name of the boss, Toxic Seahorse. <laughs> and so I'm like, I think that kind of looks like a seahorse. No, that's Blast Hornet. Okay, well, let me die three times. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, I think this looks like a seahorse. No, that's Crush Crab or something. You know, like, yeah. just put the names on the on the... I character select screen. Gah. Anyway, uh, so I've been playing those. I am having fun, even though I sound like an old man. Um, I also have been playing uh, for the show. (laughs) uh, And we'll have a video of this one up uh, sometime this weekend, uh, a game called Fury Unleashed, which is a um, roguelike comic book uh, action adventure game. Uh, you play as uh, the as Fury, who is the creation of a comic book uh, creator, who is kind of like having a existential midlife crisis about his um, his decision to pursue co- comics as a as a job compared to everyone else. And so you go through these levels, and the way the game is meant to be played is it's supposed to be super fast, run and gun. You're running through, and the more enemies you kill, the more powerful you get, and the more more bonuses you get. Um, but it's funny that like there's the normal mode, and then there's also easy mode, or as they call it, streaming mode. It's like if you want to talk while you're and stream while you're playing, you should play on this one. That's cool. Um, funny. And so what happens is, as you go through, and if you've ever played, this is one of my favorite games on the Switch. If you've ever played Enter the Gungeon. It's mm. almost like a 2D enter the gungeon. So each level, when you start it, is laid out like a comic book, and the panels are blank until you go through the door to that level. Mm-hmm. And then it draws it in, and it, or awesome. it shows you um, what's in there. And there's bosses that are hidden in there and enemies, and you can unlock stuff like you can earn items that say kill 20 enemies before you leave this level and this item is unlocked permanently or uh, you can buy them or you get all kinds of upgrades. There's plenty of character customization. You can make your character look however you want them to unlock stuff as you go along. And it's, it's a fair challenge. Um, I'm I'll be honest that like when I first read about it, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And the more I play it, the more kind of addicted I get to it. It's one of those games that you kind of go, okay, I got to go one more time. I got to do it one more time. So that's that I like, I've been enjoying it. I've also been playing uh, the wonderful one Oh one remastered. Did that come out already? It is. Uh, It it, it was out for backers about two weeks ago. It came out this past Tuesday uh, or Thursday, whenever games release on the system, because it's on PS4 and Xbox one uh, now too. Uh, And this of course is the port of, the Wii U game, the early Wii U game, Wonderful 101, uh, where you play as um, a number of Sentinels, 
and it's Sentinels with a C, like Centennial, because there's a hundred of them, uh, who can do this thing called a Unite Morph, where like you can use all of them and draw a picture or draw a line on the screen. And like if you draw a straight line and hit the A button, it'll turn into a sword. And like you're this little tiny guy swinging a huge sword made out of the bodies of your of your <laughs> partners. Uh, or there's cool. a cert, you draw a circle and it turns into a big fist that's bigger than your body and like you're punching through walls and stuff like that. So it's, it's almost like a Power Rangers esque, you know, like that Sentai type show, um, made into a video game with, with aliens and all kinds of outlandish stuff. You end the prologue, uh, speaking of outlandish, the end of the prologue is, uh, you're trying to save a school bus full of children that's out of control. And you get the children into a part of the bus. You disconnect it from the front of the bus that's then out of control. You get to the end of the line, and the bus is going to fly off an overpass and hit a school full of children. So you use the bodies of your partners to build a ramp that then launches the school bus, in, bus into the air then you make the fist and punch it across the city into an alien spaceship, which falls into water and explodes and causes a rainbow to appear behind you. I'm going to stop you there. You could just say, and some platinum stuff happens. Yes, it is a platinum <laughs> game. The blanks. That's yeah. it. It's, it's made by Platinum Games. So yeah. it's bonkers, but it it's definitely super tongue-in-cheek, Yeah, very funny, real quirky, had a cult following on the original Wii U and it kind of just got lost in the shuffle. Uh, it does retain some of the touchscreen elements from the Wii U, but it miss it's missing the second screen experience where you can mm. switch things real quickly. You can bring that up by pressing the minus button, but it's just not as intuitive. Yes, Tim. My son wants this for his birthday, which is tomorrow. Okay. He wants, to be, he wants this. And he... Do you think he'll get it? Do you think he'll get? Is this? Yeah, I do. Like, I think. I mean, it's aimed at at it's 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 poking fun at superheroes and and you know the Power Ranger type thing. Right. There's a story. It's not huge. It's easy to follow. I don't think there's anything out of line. Okay. A lot of humor. Um, And even I think even on like I was playing on easy, and there's a very easy level. Okay. So it would be, I think it'd even be good for kids. You control that, um, unite morph thing with the right stick. Like you, you, okay. like there, and there, and they do other things too. Like there's, it's called the wonder liner. And so like you, you draw the line or you do it with the right stick and then you, it, you would have done it on, I think um, you did it on the original one with the, um, stylus. Okay. Ooh. Maybe maybe you use the right stick too. I don't remember. It's been forever since I played it, but uh I will say there's not much of an upgrade here, like as far as graphically or 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 sound quality wise, because it was already in HD on the Wii U. It does it runs pretty well. Uh they did add in like a 2D mission for one of the for one of the Sentinels uh that was unlocked due to Kickstarter. So okay. that's there. Um, but I think overall, I think he would enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's what I've been playing. Go check out Fury Unleashed 
and watch for the video uh, for us from us real soon. Guys, let's turn on the community spotlight. Why don't we? At this point in the show is when we turn on the community spotlight. And if we have guests, we uh, let them take the floor and share anything they want to. This week, again, our guests have been Joseph and Kyle from uh, PlayStation Trophy Room. And gentlemen, it has been an honor to have you guys. It's been a, been a lot of fun for you to be on the show. It's, and, been, a, uh, it's been an honor. So thank yeah, you. I've had a blast. And, yeah. and what we want to do now is just let our audience know more about you. And so uh, anything that you want to do, like anything you want to say about your show, about you guys, how, like, tell us how the show came to be. Um, because obviously you've alluded to your, you can't do local co-op play. Uh, so yeah. tell us how you guys met. Tell us how the show came to be. Tell us what's next for the show, how they can find you. And then Tim's got some questions for you guys. Man. And so at this point, I'm going to let Tim take over. You guys just let it rip. Okay. Kyle, do you want me to, do you, you want me to do, okay, I'll start at the beginning. And I'm then ready. When you, yeah. When you come in, you explain right. that portion. Sure. We got this. We're tag teaming this on the fly. So, um, uh, hi, my name's Joseph, aka Mr. Badbit. I run a YouTube channel called Badbit Games and a podcast called The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players with my best friend Kyle. He's over there. Oh, you moved. Oh, hey, what's going on, buddy? Hi. Video watchers, he moved and it's freaking me out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, before the trophy room, there was a, a proto show, a beta show just called the, what is it? The PlayStation podcast. And I was just like, somewhere along the lines, I was just like, I really need to change this name because PlayStation will come and knock in one day. So we gotta, we gotta, we, I gotta branch out. I gotta actually be creative. And so, um, my previous co-host left. And I needed to find someone who is or actually, let me even step back even further. I made this show because I played Horizon Zero Dawn and I was just like, I love this game so much. I love what PlayStation's doing. You know, this generation I came in as more of an Xbox gamer was converted into the PlayStation ecosystem. Um, just kind of like I was kind of converted back into being, uh, also playing on my Switch. So after playing Horizon, um, I started up the show with one of my friends, uh, my one of my local buds, and they had to back out because they had a job and they were going to get pregnant with a kid. And I'm like, that sounds awful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Guys are the panel people watching. So, uh, when so, is it on a show called the Nintendo Dads? Show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let it go. All right. All right. I'm sorry. All the adults great. <laughs> so great doing taxes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't do them. Anyway, so, uh, they, they had to leave. And so I had to find someone who was passionate about PlayStation that loved PlayStation. They had to love it more than me. Because again, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm the hashtag fake fan. I'll play anything. You put a controller in my hands. I think today hopefully proves that for you. So, uh, that's why Kyle, uh, I met him at a kind of funny meetup. Yep. And, um, in New York City, cause that's where we're the New York City area. Um, Tri-State area. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, 
it was at the time like um, myself and a couple other kind of funny best friends who are, are like family to me now. Uh, we do kind of NYC, which is kind of like best friends. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we we do a bunch of like community meetups where we all just get together, go to movies and whatnot. And Joe was there um, one day, and man, he knows how to make you laugh. And uh, instantly, I was like, man, this guy's pretty funny. I want to get more, get to know him a little bit better. And then a couple of weeks go by, and he puts in our group chat on Facebook Messenger, is like, hey, I need a guest host for this PlayStation show I'm doing. Um, is anybody available? And I messaged him. I was like, Joe, I would love to be on. Um, that was my first ever podcast because I've just always wanted to talk PlayStation with somebody. Um, and he had me on. I was super nervous. And then he asked me to come back, I think, a couple weeks later for another show. And then we just kind of turned it into the trophy room. And that's the funny thing, Kyle, is that like that was your first show. And I and, like that. it was at that point I was just like, okay, this – like Kyle's the leading contender, right? I was like, at that point, I would like, if, if you told me that was your first podcast, I'd be like, you're a liar. <laughs> dirty liar. And then I had you back on, uh, but like, un- unbeknownst to you going, okay, if this feels right the second time, cause maybe it's a one and done. Mm-hmm. And if it goes right, then he, he's, he's, he's welcome aboard. And it was for, uh, uh, PSX, man, shoe rested oh, soul. Um, uh, and and you did you did a little coverage there and yeah ever since that's been the trophy room two and years later man it's, it's nuts so yeah we took the show we renamed it it's all about the greatness that is PlayStation and games in general mm-hmm. um, we really yeah we wanted- don't we don't hate on the trophy room we yeah. love games so we want to we want to just talk about how much games mean to us it doesn't yeah. matter and who did your guys's artwork oh my gosh the <laughs> magnificent. Adam Lennon. <laughs> Who's he? Hey. Never heard of him. You know, he's, he's six uh, degrees he's of separation of Adam Leonard, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's a small up and cover. But um but seriously, it's been it's been two years and the 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 one thing with the trophy room that we yeah. try to do, first off, kids. It's not for kids. Especially yeah. the latest episode. Joe, I need. I, I have need to, to rein Joe in a lot, a lot. I try a lot. This episode, I'm like, man, I curse yeah. way too much. I, what I I'm showing is like, I think the first piece of art we had a Adam to do for us. Oh, that's cute. That's, that's awesome. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. It's sentimental. Yeah, like, Adam's so talented. And so, like, the one thing we wanted to do with the trophy room was, yes, it's celebrating PlayStation, but it's also celebrating games. So when you know, I poke fun at Xbox, like. <laughs> It's it's all it's super tongue in cheek. You know, it's just it's just it doesn't even mean anything. And right. we try our best even to to shine spotlight on on when Xbox does great things like Game Pass. So like we're really adamant on you know we see a lot of content creators um, who you know just because you like one thing doesn't mean you have to ignore or hate everything else. Mm-hmm. You know. And, and that's what we try to do is we try to bring everybody in because we, we understand that there's people that look, Tim, right? You're Nintendo, you're Nintendo dude. And we want to make sure that you're listening and you're having fun with us. And whether you're an Xbox player, you could come in and you, we could joke around. We can have fun. It's not for kids. All right. I do hey, need this. <laughs> why are you pointing at me? Why, why are you pointing at me? Not, and you can't listen? What's no, no <laughs> not, not a little Timmy. <laughs> also, also, it's a good point to say, like, 
We're yeah. not afraid if Sony messes up, we will call them out on it too. Yes. We're, we're not a praise Sony at all times type yeah. of show. I think I think what what really showed it, I, I, even like the what we're seeing right now with the PlayStation Five reveal, you know, we we kind of hold our 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 we're a very emotional bunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like when it come came to the crossplay, you know, we called them out on it. When we saw all the Xbox Series X stuff and nothing for PS Five, I questioned it, and you know, Kyle kind of reining me in. And it's those conversations, even having a lot of Xbox folks on our shows. Because we don't want, you know, a show to be constantly like, let's pat each other on the back, talk about how awesome everything is. Um, we want constructive conversations. And that's what the trophy room really provides. So I'm, I'm really happy to see where it's been, uh, two years later, uh, two years and some change later and yeah. seeing. And it's not only just the trophy room now. Now yeah. we got the road to greatness where we play yeah. like specific PlayStation games and we rank it on a trophy scale. Uh, from bronze to platinum, um, mm. we've done Death Stranding. We've done uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. I had a blank real quick. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII remake, which is Chef's Kiss. Chef's it's, kiss. A, it's amazing, and we're doing Last of Us this month, so yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Last of Us Part Two next month, Oof. and that's that's a Patreon for a uh, patron first show. Uh, we're super excited about that. We got also like, uh, like top tier where it's the mission is we're trying to make the best, worst top five list possible. That's Joe's real salty exclusive. about that one because I beat him in these. Kyle goes real mad. He goes hard because I'm, like, I'm coming in. I'm like, I think I got something good. I think we we're going to have a fun show. And then these hosts, we, we, there's always a guest host every month. They just feel bad for Kyle. They're like, Kyle needs a win. You were gonna yeah, just okay. give him it all, you know. <laughs> but uh but no, yeah, that's that's the trophy room, man. It's a podcast made by the players for the players. That's something we always try to remember. Well from from a uh listener's perspective, because I'm one of your listeners, I and yourself uh, found you guys because of being a uh a two console gamer pretty much, you know, where it's Obviously, Nintendo doesn't have all the games that I would love to have on there, so I have to go somewhere else for them. <laughs> EA, <laughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> so, no, but I mean, we we've talked about that before, especially recently because EA starting to bring some stuff over. But Apex is coming, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So PlayStation is yeah, my j- other console. Just, that- Justin keeps t- telling himself that. Yeah. <laughs> He's hoping for that one. He sees it coming because of the mobile version and all that kind of stuff. So, but, um, but yeah, PlayStation is my other place and to go to. And there are, I have other PlayStation, like, uh, other PlayStation podcasts I listen to, but you guys are the ones I really listen to the most, especially when I was driving to and from the work. I miss you guys because I don't get to listen to it as much as often because I don't have to go to work right now. But, um, it's, it's the reason why I listen to you guys because the chemistry you guys have and uh, even even for it's not for kids, you know, like kids. kid check, kid check. Right, this, is one, this one's just for you. There, there's a shirt for you. Kid check. Kid check. Yeah. Uh, With the finger. Yep. I've had the podcast come on while I've been in the car with Sammy, either from picking him up somewhere or or waiting for the bus to come and you guys, you know, will say something and he'll ask a question about it. <laughs> and let's we've let's, about let's that rephrase before. that. Not you guys. Joe will say something. Oh, sorry. Yes, Joe. <laughs> right. so, wait, no, no. It's And I know we've joked about it or you guys are, especially the driving stuff. You know, yeah. you guys are you guys. Joking? 
Yeah. Or you'd say, Tim's son, no, don't do this. Or <laughs> don't do this. Cause, <laughs> and then and then start actually talking about it. that's that's yeah. that's the thing too. Like I get like it has to be, and I, I hope you feel this way, but like it has to be for us. The conversations have to be informative, um, and at the like. We, we want to give a framework to what we're talking about. So if, if, if we're the only outlet you're going to for your news, you know where it came from, you know what's been said and then we're yeah. talking about it. And we want it to be, or at least I want it to be, um, where it's like, you're in, you're, I'm, I'm in the car with you. You know, we're, mm-hmm. it's, we're, we're having a road trip together. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sitting in the back because last time, yeah, I spill everything. I spill everything <laughs> everywhere. I pull the emergency brake just for fun, just see what happens. Get through that. But um, <laughs> kid like kid check. Don't kid kids, check. Respect respect boundaries. Respect your parents. And for for, for, <laughs> those, for those listening, instead of watching, every time he says kid check, he's pointing at the camera, like big yes. finger in the. So, but kid yeah, check. so like that's what we're trying to really do is have a conscious conversation about games. And and at the same time having fun and uh, mayhem ensues as well. Yes. But that is something that I I think as well. Like because we're not a, a kids show, um, we are more adult focused. I've had conscious efforts to actually like hold myself back, of just like you know of 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 I'm from Jersey. Right. Mm-hmm. Parents from Jersey, and, you and know you've this. done a good job so far on this show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there, was, there was like I'm two very proud of really him. Wanted to, thank you. I really am proud. Honestly, of Honestly, he's he did he's doing a better job than Justin does on a weekly basis. <laughs> Let's yeah. just be honest. So, like for me, it it is trying to make more of a conscious effort. So, like the last this week's episode, I was actually appalled at myself even being from new jersey i was just like okay we gotta because usually like you know i can i could drop a bomb here or there you know it's fine it's that's that's fine to me but if it's like natural language type thing right yeah if you're you're angry man it probably comes out right (laughs) it's actually it's it's just a joisy thing when we're thinking (laughs) uh we're 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 cursing as we're thinking because that's just or that's how we're getting over the mental roadblock. <laughs> so, Joey, I know. Remember, I remember you brought this up before, like probably halfway through all the episodes you've done. Yeah. And you brought up your concern about the swearing and whether you yeah. should do it or not, and whether you should be family oriented or whatever. And I, I, I came back to you and I said, "You do you. You do what's comfortable to you." Mm-hmm. And coming from somebody who has a kid who, you know, stumbles upon your show every now and then, I was like, <laughs> you just do you. It's up to us parents to teach our kids something from this or not, or not to let them listen or whatever. Yeah. So not for you to have to control that. No, uh, it, it, slow it, clap for Tim for bringing up <laughs> parental responsibility. Thank you. Be a mom, be a dad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't, oh. you know. <laughs> Fortnite's my dad, but like, <laughs> f- f- yeah, like, and, and that's one thing I do. I, it, but I also hear a lot of like podcasts where it's like, we're dropping curses every, every other sentence. And I'm just like, oh, there's got to be another adjective them. than what you're saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so like for me, it's, it's also, you know, and listen up here, kids. Here's, here's some tips from Uncle Bad Bit. 
Einstein ain't, ain't dropping curses every time you see a quote from him, right? Like he's out, he's out foul mouthed, right? Like all the great speakers, FDR is like, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. And oh crap, you know, like, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, you know, smart people know other words than, than that. So that's what I'm trying to at least try to emulate, you know, that's. Look, I have Kyle, who's my conscious. <laughs> yes, I yeah. know. He's reined you in several times. Right? As a substitute teacher that primarily teaches in elementary school, I kind of have to. Yes. <laughs> well, guys, we've asked the community for questions for you. And before I get the questions, I have to ask Joe a favor. I've got to hear the voice. In oh, order to hear geez. the voice, I need to hear the voice say, Questions for the trophy room, please. Which which voice are you asking for, Tim? The the movie voice. The oh, movie. Okay. we're right. not going to ask for the <laughs> other can, one. I can appreciate that. One. We're not allowed. <laughs> we're really not allowed. <laughs> that's a that's a bad bit. Check on that one. <clears throat> Prepare the drop. Each and every week, well, maybe when they have guests on the show, <laughs> they have a they ask their wait. Rewind. Prepare the drop. <laughs> Each and every week, or sometimes when they have guests on the show, the Nintendo dads have a list that they ask their audience yes. to give to their guests. <laughs> this week, Tim Olf gives Kyle and Joseph the ultimate questions from the audience. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I feel like that. I should be like $10 poor, <laughs> and then I should have popcorn and a, and a Coke. Well, there's the, Red Dead, there's the Red Dead Redemption oh, voice, Jesus. too, you know, but we won't go there. Yeah, won't go let's there. go. Let, no, let's get into it. <laughs> the sandwiches and, and all and that. And the creepy horror <laughs> voice, too. Yes, yes. <laughs> and all I can do is Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> it's a damn good Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> all right. So the first question comes from Michael Burgett asks, we know PlayStation has trophies to acknowledge achievements. If Nintendo came to you and said, we would like to do a program that acknowledges achievements in game. What should we use? How would you answer that? Mm, I'm going to say something that is controversial. Nintendo doesn't need trophies. I don't think they do. Their games. And I think it's because Nintendo wants you to play the games the way that you want to and not have a script define how you should play that. Experience. Can you imagine if Animal Crossing had trophies? What would it take to platinum that? And this is probably gonna this is probably gonna sit not sit well mm-hmm. with some people, and that's okay because I say things on the show all the time that <laughs> sit well with people. I think that achievements and trophies are some of the worst things that ever happened to video gaming. Oh, interesting, Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> I'll let you talk you, again. You just got the Yoda. You just got Yoda. <laughs> Which uh, I played it up. Like, that's totally a, a fine take. But, like, uh, for me, I think that's why I don't play my Switch as often because there is no achievement system in there for me to to look at and try to get more out of these these games. Um, but to go uh, – who it was Michael asking that question? Yes, Michael. Uh, I think it would be really cool, instead of trophies, have, like, iconic Nintendo pickups, like power-ups, like the hmm. Mushroom or the Rupees – or um, just a standard Mario coin, like based on like a level of rarity. Let, let, let's take two good things and mash them together. Kyle, I like your idea. Yeah. What if it was iconic Nintendo items, mm-hmm. statues, trophies, like what you used to be able to get in Badge Arcade on the 3DS 
except you earn them as achievements and you can put them on your Switch home screen and modify your Switch home screen. However That'd be you cool. That actually be pretty badass. Yeah. I like That'd that. Awesome. I like that. See, there it is, Michael. I can say good things. <laughs> <laughs> Here's right. my thing. Can, can, I, can, I, can I chase a rabbit? Can I follow some logic here? Just a little bit of where I get my logic for this on. Yes. See, video games used to have achievements a long, long time ago before mm-hmm. uh, consoles took over arcades. And those were called scores. Your score okay. was your achievement. Okay. Okay. I did, you know, how Jesse, what's a good score on Donkey Kong? My record is a little over 100,000, which I've made once. So I think there most people. So, uh, hey, I did 100,000 on Donkey Kong. What would you do? That's an achievement. Beating a game, seeing the ending used to be an achievement. And my problem with it is, is not that there's so much that there's achievements. It's that some people think that the the achievement means that they're a better gamer than other yes. people. Yes, and, and that they have a higher the whole, authority. Like, if you guys, I don't know if you guys remember many, many, many years ago when the Xbox 360 first came out and they added in achievements, the achievement that you got uh, are people buying the King Kong game, which was ridiculously stupid and bad just to get the gamer score. You know, the right? Avatar, the last Airbender game was like that. Yes, too. yes. And like, it's so funny to me that like, I get that, like, okay, like, let me let me change gears on this. Let me say this. Like, I think anybody who can platinum a game on, on PlayStation, that's BA. All right? Like, I get it. That's awesome. Because, like, some of those challenges to do that, that's huge. Uh, like, to do to do that stuff, that's awesome. Yeah, my, my son but, just started doing that. He He's platinumed uh, the – Persona 3 dancing game, the Persona 5 nice. dancing game. I think he's done Royal, uh, besides Royal. But but let me say this. I Someone don't need an achievement. I don't need an achievement, and I don't need a trophy for starting a game. And you get those. It's like the journey begins. Oh, yeah, no. And, and then you look to see that. how – That's stupid, and it's arbitrary. And then you look to see how many people's done it, and you'll see only 55% of the people gotten it. Like, yeah. why do you buy it and not play it? Right. Yeah. So, like, I think it's yeah. a double-edged sword. Like, I think that done well, achievements can be good. Mm-hmm. But I think that for the most part, they're not done well. And I think it cheapens the experience. And I love what mm. – well, Joseph said, I think it's Nintendo wants you to play the game the way you want to play it. Find your own way through Mario. Do, you know, do this or do that. But, yeah, I mean, like, I would like a little bit of something, I guess. But I just think that we got to a point for a little bit in gaming even where it was just yeah. all about that. And so I like I like trophies. I, I don't have achievements because I don't. Well, I, I have an Xbox thing, but I don't have an Xbox. So, um, but my main thing is the trophies. I like those, and I like them because it shows. It's easy for me to look back on and say, "What did I do in that game?" And kind of like remind me, "Oh yeah, I played you know Infamous and Infamous Two, and this is what I did. I only did the you know the good guy side, not the bad guy side. So I got fifty percent of the trophies, mm-hmm. you know that that type of thing." And gives me incentive for me to go back and say, okay, normally if I beat the game in 
like infamous where you beat the good guy side but you want to go back and replay the game so you can get the see what the bad guy side looks like that would give me some incentive for me um but also it's the the history it gives to show you you got these elements from the game and i don't go into a game just for the trophies myself um if i get close i will like i did that with um uh what was the one for the vita the um i think joe rush yeah gravity rush um that was the one i actually got close to and tried to get as much as that uh, as i could with that one and and that's the thing i have to and then we'll move on to the the next question because i I don't want i don't want to hold (laughs) kyle up here it's two o'clock in the morning in the east coast kyle Kyle's You're also a, on the East Coast, though. We're all on the East Coast, <laughs> except for Jesse. Oh, oh and Marty, Jesse. sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but you, I, I have to love the game, to, and I absolutely love the game to platinum it, uh, mm-hmm. to go out of my way to platinum it. So, like, I'm holding this up right here, Kyle. You know how many days it's been? One thousand eight hundred twenty-seven days. Don't even worry, I got it. For <laughs> he got you. it in, Kyle. Like he got it in on the Nintendo in. Dad show. <laughs> Bloodborne, right there. What best game? Ever. Just me. Yeah. Cool. Before, before, we, before we move on, I wanted to throw in that I don't think I've ever gotten a platinum, but if it's a game I liked, I will go through the trophies just to get, just to experience more of the game. Like the King's Quest game that was out four years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I got most of them just because it was a game I liked and I just wanted to get as much of it out as I can. And one of them was pretty funny you do this one stupid thing that's completely meaningless and you get in fact the, the game narrator kind of ridicules you a little bit for it and the, the narrator is uh like doc brown's voice uh <laughs> and uh like but you, you do it like the seventh or eighth time and he says you must think you must must deserve a trophy or an achievement for doing this and then cling, <laughs> you get it's a trophy and nice. yeah. an achievement That's to do awesome. that event. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say every trophy list is, is perfect. Like that. I, I think Christopher myself Lloyd, and Joe, um, myself and Joe have gone uh, on this, like any game that has like hit level 55 in multiplayer, I'm out. Like mm. if I look at a trophy list and it doesn't seem fun to me, I will not complete it, but I'm not a, I, I, in my, the past i wasn't above buying like my name is mayo and just tapping the screen a thousand times to get an easy platinum because yeah. i've like, done that <laughs> Ar- 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 arkham knight no yeah. way in doing all those uh riddler, riddler trophies I did. <laughs> I did it in origins too uh but like that's that's where i'm at now is like i got i'm with joe i gotta love a game and for me platinuming it shows it kind of like a respect like mm-hmm. I respect what you did with this game. I'm going to platinum it and kind of like a, like a badge of honor. Type thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question from Marcus Sellers. He asks, what does everyone think the price point of the PS five will be? Will it also be the same higher or lower than the Xbox? Kyle, what, what do you use your answer? I feel like they're in a tug of war. They're just waiting. Uh, they're waiting for Xbox to come out first with the price. Um, I I think it's going to be five hundred. Yeah, I think five hundred is the number. I think they could probably go lower, but they'll be losing a lot of money. So I don't think they will. I think five hundred is probably the sweet spot for them. Yeah, uh, I think that to answer your question, Mister Sellers, whatever the the price of the Xbox is, that's what it is. Uh, so I, I think they're willing to go 
low enough at 400. I do not, uh, and I think Sony knows this just the way that they've been not talking about the PlayStation 5, um, is that, you know, the rumor has it from the Jeff Grubb articles that there is a August state of play. So Sony has this idea lined up of, they know that they have to announce the price in pre-orders so that they know how many they need to uh, produce by November. But they also know that Microsoft is incredibly flexible with their price points. So I think that, I think they know if they go a certain price, Microsoft will either match it or undercut them uh, because they don't know how flexible Microsoft is or how hungry Microsoft is to enter the marketplace or to, to take a bigger mind share. So to me, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I, I would love 399, but yeah. I do think Kyle's right. I think the magic number is 499. Yeah. Microsoft's just waiting to do what Sony did to them yeah. this generation. The whole sharing games video and, and, and the huge pop of the crowd when they announced it was three ninety nine or like they're waiting for that for them. Absolutely. All right. So next question from Insipid Ghost himself, Luke Ooh. Lore. So why do you think Nintendo Online is in the state that it's in versus a service like PS Plus, which had a termulous launch but has course corrected? Why does he gotta throw a five dollar word in there, Luke? Terminus, oh, too. <laughs> I'm an educator. <laughs> My name's Luke. <laughs> uh, what uh, lessons uh, could each learn from the other? About just says smart people things. use words, not that are more than four letters. Yeah, but like if that smart person's my friend, I need to tease him about it. Uh, did I say terminus? I meant to say tumult. Tumultuous. tumultuous. Yeah, Sorry, that was the better word. So uh, <laughs> still a long word, Luke. Yes. Yeah. Um, Nintendo Online isn't good. But people are willing to pay for something not good so that they could sell turnips. And that's the problem with Nintendo Online is, uh, it's, it's complacency. It's a lot of people going, right, well, it's 20 bucks and not really realizing of, yeah, it's 20 bucks that you can have in your, in your wallet because there is no reason to have this. They offered the service for free for years and, uh, and then suddenly started to charge for it. And it's a flawed system, right? Like it's, Online doesn't update with um, with free games monthly like PSN does, or even with their their retro games. Clouds uh, cloud saves you got to put an asterisk on that. There's just a lot of holes. It's kind of like it's a Swiss cheese service. They got to fill those holes out and and, and pave it. Yeah. Um, but at the same exact time, if you're going to fill those holes out, it does have to be more expensive. So sketch twenty two. Right. The, the only reason I pay for Nintendo Online is so I can play Tetris ninety nine. That is fact, the only reason. I literally while 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 Tim you were talking and um I was literally on my switch because I was trying to find the the the, the Tetris ninety nine thing and I was just like, Oh wait, I gotta also cancel my Nintendo Online because I'm not using it anymore. <laughs> so yeah. It's it's a bad service. And yeah. it's fine to say that. It's fine to not be happy yep. about something. If you like it and you're like, This is fine, go for it. It's yeah. at this point, it's gotten to the for me as a, a Nintendo fan, obviously. Uh, it's yeah, I'm giving you 20 bucks a year. I, I know what I get from it, but I was also expecting to see improvement with time. Yeah. And we're getting into to that third year uh, where they're going to be offering something for us to keep us there. 
what's that going to be? Probably we're all going to still pay the 20 bucks so we can keep it or the 35 for the family plan. Like yeah. if they offer like SNES game, not SNES, uh, Game Boy games or something like that. Who knows? Or N64 games, whatever. Um, or who knows? Maybe it's not that, but I know they've been quoted in saying they're supposed to improve on it, but why is it taking this long? Along with some uh, other things too that we've talked about in yeah. num- numerous times. So it's, yeah, it's frustrating as somebody who's paying for it. And yeah, if you weren't using it, I would cancel it too. <laughs> so, all right, next question. Ibisel asks, uh, what's your favorite PlayStation accessory from the past? Um, yo, I got it right here, right now. Kyle, go for it. You with me on this one? PS3. Let's talk about move for a second here, gang. The light gun where you put the, the light, the, the, the controllers into the light gun. It looked like a real gun. That thing is cool is all hell. (laughs) I I like the PSVR one a lot too. The PSVR one's cool as well because it is more like, Okay, we got to move away from so it's the like the move gun. version of Link's crossbow training. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's but like every, training too. Yeah. Every time you're like you're about to play like SOCOM, like you're like you're gearing up and you're like your mom walks in the room and you're like I'm just nothing but shame and I'm like mom, I got to gear up. It's war here. <laughs> it's war in the living room, mom. <laughs> but that that is that is an awesome accessory. One though, if I could cheat, my favorite accessory so far is the back button. Uh, attachment. It's fantastic. I oh, yeah, so that's right. Yeah. Uh, so when I think of PlayStation and like accessories, they don't really, I don't have good memories with them. But all the accessories oh, from man. old PlayStation are tied to a specific game, like the Dance Sense Revolution dance pads or like uh, Rock Band, just in general, Guitar Hero. Uh, but shout out to the PS2 multi tap. Where you can play, yes. you can plug in four controllers and hold yes. multiple memory cards. <laughs> I was going to uh, mention that one. That is, that is, I had one specifically where it also had slots where you could put your PS2 games in on top. Yeah. It's like, dope. man, that thing was really, really cool. I actually found my old memory card in my room uh, last week. I was like, oh my God, I want to know what What's games on are that? on here. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to eBay and find an old console. Cause, I, yeah, I remember I, I bought a multi tap for PS2. I had a PS2 Fat, didn't know that they had the Slim version out, and mm-hmm. when I bought the Multitap, I bought the one compatible oh, with the yeah. Slim, it wouldn't oh. work with mine, so I had to return it and find a different one. Yes. PlayStation accessories, bad history. Wonder Book, <laughs> awful. iToy, eh, it was a stepping round. My kids loved iToy. My kids liked yeah. iToy back in the yeah. day. Yeah. I was going to say, nobody, nobody's going to mention the the, P, the PlayStation I, yeah. uh, or, the, or the PS camera. That's so what that's what that, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, no, I mean, just so you could have the like the video chat rooms when PS4 first came out. <laughs> oh, the, well, no, the PlayStation those are like, camera. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, those are kind of like that's a like I got one up there. I mean, it's for PSVR, but like that yeah. one serves a purpose. Where like I'm, when I'm thinking of accessories, I am thinking this is useless. This is in a basement somewhere, you know. Yep. Yeah. All right, we got two more questions. Okay. All right. Next one is from Mecha Dragon 101. What characters would you want in a new PlayStation All-Star game? And I know you guys answered yes. this before, but definitely what would you want in a PlayStation All-Star I give All-Star this all game? to Kyle. This is Who yours. do I not want in PlayStation <laughs> All-Star? Uh, I would love 
Cloud to be properly in All Stars. I want Crash. I want Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. I want Joel and Ellie as a combo. Atreus and Kratos. Uh, shout out the to ice Tomba. climbers. <laughs> yeah, sure. I want Tomba from back in the day. That would be super cool. Do you think they'd ever get some crossover from uh, other brands, kind of like Smash has? Yeah, was like, would, would we I see would a Joker so. or a hero? That would be cool. Um, I think it would be smart of them to do that at this point. Because, like, let's be, let's be honest, PlayStation is lacking in the mascot department. So I, I think they would need uh, some to loan some characters from third party. Like, could you imagine if they got Batman and Spider-Man <laughs> and you could fight against? Oh, man, that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> real talk, All-Stars all 2 is dead. We have to live with this. Okay? I'm all about, listen. The only good thing one about of my predictions, by the way, Joe, in this week's episode. I knew, I knew it was. I knew it was. I was really surprised it wasn't. I'm all about letting the past die. Kill it if you have to. So all stars done says, right? Wait, wait. But you go every week and remind everyone how long it's been since Bloodborne. Let the past die. It's a good game. It's good. It's legitimately oh, great. Uh, I got to go with Joe on this one. Yes. <laughs> PlayStation All-Stars was garbage. I yes. know it was garbage, but I want it still. So what I would say instead is we we need to come to grips and come to terms with the fact that Super Smash Brothers is just superior. It is It is history in a video game. Four video games. Give me the easy one is is to say crash yeah you know, i'm just gonna say it because because it's almost two in the morning so crash crash is definitely it for me um because it's it, i feel like nintendo and in and, and playstation kind of need to do the north and south korea thing which is like shake hands at the border and go okay everything's good you know we we patched up old beef it's all good, you know? So I think Crash is the perfect middle ground because it's technically not Sony, but when you see Crash, you think of Sony. And so I think that's the perfect middle ground. Put Crash and, and Smash. I also, like to, to go back to one of the shows we mentioned earlier, Top Tier, the first episode, one of the games I pitched for like a launch PS5 was a PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale 2, but it was a side-scrolling beat-em-up, like Streets of Rage. And you would pick from four mm-hmm. different characters That's and have it very idea. PlayStation focused that way. I think that would be a super cool idea too. Uh, if you don't want to do the fighter like Smash Clone. Yeah, I actually like that one too. Yeah, give me a Streets of Rage, but it's all PlayStation. Give mascots. me BB in a mech. B- <laughs> <laughs> BB in a mech suit. Who is my BB? <laughs> That'd be cool. I'd play yeah. that. Yeah. All right, last question, guys. And this is the fanboy question. Why has the Switch been outselling the PS4 every week for a year? Because everyone already has a PlayStation. <laughs> 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 uh, but like Switch is awesome, and I think like yeah. like it, I I like this question because it does prove um, instead of making weird noises in the mic, it does prove <laughs> that you know there's always this power narrative of like what's more powerful is obviously the best console. And seeing the Switch has just never been true. Never been true. And seeing the Switch eat everyone's lunch mm-hmm. because it does what I think, you know, when I was when I was a kid in, in the playground, my my dream console is and I used to like lug around a, a, a GameCube because you know, that little suitcase handle. We all wanted gaming on the go without the barriers of gaming on the go. 
and that's what the switch does it, it you're you're playing you're playing zelda you know you're playing you're playing a mario like a mainline mario with no sacrifices and i think that's what people want more more than more than ever uh now especially now that like even whether whether you're a parent or like you have kids right like it's a great way of them to get lost in the video game give you free time are you getting away from the kids and have your free time and so to me having a console that is such a so excellent at doing that one thing that you needed to do which is being mobile and without sacrifices that's why i think the switch is outselling that and the simple fact that nintendo exclusives this is this is your second golden age and um you know for the most part nintendo puts out a game people gravitate towards it originally and now you're just seeing that tenfold because the console's attractive it looks great for all ages uh looks like a good piece of tech and at the same exact time plays great games and that's why it's not selling yeah yeah call me back in five years trust me (laughs) (laughs) oh the tables will turn (laughs) yeah (laughs) right well, and that may be true. Maybe yeah. true. Uh, I still think that at some point we're going to get a Switch Pro of some kind because there's been a Switch Lite, or I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they'd call it a Switch Heavy or whatever. That probably yeah. is not politically correct. How about the Switch that can run Unreal <laughs> Five? That's what they'll call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Galaxy <laughs> Switch. A Switch that can play all the games you've already played on PS Five and Xbox yeah. Series X. Uh, but like look, that's. That's the thing, though, like when it comes to the switch and when I when I say that, like very cavalier of like, oh, five years, call me back is the the one thing that I always see. I, it, it, it looks great now, but I do see trouble in the horizon of, OK, I played Stadia, <laughs> put the applause and the laughter track right there, um, but it's a good piece of tech. It's not great, but it gets the job done. I'm playing Destiny on my MacBook. Now, let's you know we, fast we, forward five we, years. We said the same statement about Wii U. Well, it, it does. Wait for <laughs> it. Uh, you know, wait five years to see where games go mobile, because I don't think this is like the Wii U and the fact that one company was trying to do this. We're we're seeing Amazon play with the tech of of hybrid streaming. We're seeing Microsoft uh, invest billions into their Azure service to get xCloud, which people are liking. People are like, this is there. And you have Stadia that is a a capable service, but incompetent marketing. So where we are right now is laying the foundation to whatever the market dictates five months from now. Or sorry, five years from now or ten years from now. So that's, that's the one thing is how, and not to say that my, like Nintendo's in trouble at that point, but like, how does Nintendo pivot once streaming, if streaming catches up to them? That's going to be really interesting. Yeah. We talked about that on our dinner table shows last episode. Yeah. Uh, what, what, where does gaming go from here? Essentially where with, with the hybrid counts, councils and the cloud, gaming and all that kind of stuff and even having to include retro stuff because there's a lot of people who want to play that the backwards compatibility because we see that now with the ps5 and the xbox series x being able to take your old games and being able to play those so 
thinking of all those things, where do we go from here? And that's, you bring up some great points. And I think that's, that's why you're seeing Sony go, let's stop talking about graphics. Let's talk about instantaneous gameplay. And like, like that's what we want Mm -hmm. is in, because I think they, they know that they're behind streaming tech. So like, it's like, how about we make it, what's going to define home console gamings in five to 10 years is going back to the cartridge like days you plug in a game and it just works. You know, that's at least what I'm thinking. Big brain here, but <laughs> big brain don't work good right now. So who knows? Anything <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, that's been episode 281 of Nintendo Dads. And we want to thank the guys from PlayStation Trophy Room uh, for uh, coming over and hanging out with us. Joe and Kyle, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys. Place, man. Uh, be sure to go over and check out uh, their social media. They're on Twitter at PS Trophy Room. And uh, new podcasts uh, you guys do every week, right? Yep. Every week, every uh, Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So yep. once you wake up, boom, it's right there. It's kind of like Pop-Tarts. There Pop it is. Yeah, just like Pop-Tarts, except it's a podcast. Yeah. Pod-Tarts. <laughs> there you go. We put it together. Hey, Kyle, uh, what type just, of Pop-Tart are we? If we're a uh, podcast? Wild Cherry. Or? Not Wild Cherry. Wild Berry. That's, the one. That's why I picked them, guys. That's the one. <laughs> there you go. Well, we're we we're the uh, just as equally good frosted cherry counterpart to your wild berry pop tart. Uh, and we want to thank everybody for listening to episode two hundred and eighty-one. As we close out the show here, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers. That's Chris Mears, Dave Ernsberger, Sean Abbott, and Antonio Contronio. We you can head over to our website at nintendodads.org for all of our social feeds, podcast episodes. Patreon page link and our merch page where you can go buy Nintendo Dad shirts and phone cases and all kinds of other stuff. We're working on the Nintendo Dad swimsuit calendar 2020. Uh, Justin's got a few more poses to take care of, and then we'll have that out to you there as well. You can find us on most places uh, that you're on social media. Just type in Nintendo Dads, and there we are. You can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Or call in and leave a voicemail, 929-25-IN-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. We want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And we want to remind you to go to your podcast app of choice, leave us a five-star review and some written words. That helps people find the show and know more about us and boost us up to show rankings, which is ultimately what we want so more people can find us. Guys, For me, for Joe, for Kyle, for Tim, for Jesse, this has been episode 281 of Nintendo Dads. See you next time. Bye-bye. Nintendo Dads. We sound like the goddamn Nintendo Dads all of a sudden.